the dickhead. Yeah. yeah. You snubbed Tar? She's going to hate that. I snubbed Tar for my own list. <laughs> she's going to hate that, dude. Fuck, if she, she finds out you so didn't put her mad. on the list, she's going to be so pissed off. Seth, as a connoisseur of that era of Disney animation, mm-hmm. did you ever watch Chicken Little? No. Mm, because wow. at that point, I was like, no, I fucking hate Yeah, CG I feel like that might have been a little bit past your interest in that. For a lot yeah. of people like yeah. Cuz that was like the I think I was in middle school when that came out. Yeah, And definitely. like everyone was jumping on the CG uh, comedy bandwagon. Yep. So there was like that came out around the same time as Hoodwinked, which I was forced to watch <laughs> in school. Um, Damn, what a pull. I almost <laughs> spit out my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like we were just, you know, on a half day where they just put on a movie at school. And I, I had to fucking watch Hoodwinks. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Blows, um, dude. Just shit like that. I never I watched I would have called in sick and watched uh, Court TV at home. Yeah. <laughs> dude, uh, I, I fucking hate it. What was Hoodwinked? Was that your the it grandma? Was like, was no, like, that's the one. Yeah, you're totally it's, thinking it's of. Like Red Riding Red Riding it's one yeah, of the ugliest like, 3D we're, animated movies We're going to do Shrek, but we're going to make it a heist movie. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What about Over the Hedge? How about that I one? I had to watch that one. Mm. I had a classmate who was re- like, uh, he was like, that was like his fixation or something. Oh, okay. So he like Why? knew, I don't know, <laughs> but like. I like this. I he, like he like knew what the names of the characters were in that movie. Head. And he just didn't, he didn't just say like, oh, you know, that's the, the raccoon. Yeah, the raccoon, the squirrel. Over the Hedge. He would say, oh yeah, you know, like. Named character from he over must the have head. had the video game or some shit. Maybe like, that, maybe just, that oh, was it. But like the thing is, nobody else understood like he, what he was you. talking about because even if somebody had seen the movie, then they are not going to remember those characters' names because they are simply not that memorable. What mm. if they liked the movie? Then they might remember them. I don't know if they would. I, it's so, possible to like things. I, I remember. No, no, no. I, it's possible to like the movie, uh, but I don't think it's possible to remember the time machine. Having a younger brother who's like quite a bit younger than I am, I had to watch a lot of animated kids movies mm-hmm. way past the point where I gave a shit because mm-hmm. it would be like oh alright my grandma has this for the day it's like we're going to the movies it's like we gotta watch something that Sam will watch <laughs> so it's like alright I guess we're watching oh, alright let me get a full hold yeah, on I, I had one <laughs> alright the Madagascar sequels how about that oh. <laughs> so the one where they like go back to New York or the one where they go to the circus they have a circus one yes, yes. that's three I had I had a bunch well, of this um, this all of this probably did coincide with when both of you were working at the movie theater no so, are, yeah that was <laughs> no it was too that the Madagascar sequels that was before we were it was yeah so no, you're no. that's late 2000s we are we are early 2010s okay because I I start working yeah. at the movie theater in 2013 all right yeah it was 2013 to 2015 we were at the movie theater yeah, we got to make a big grave. The Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Someone wow, has to. It that, seemed that like so much there. longer than that. When did that yeah, come didn't out? Didn't it? Yeah. Like two years? Because it was three summers for me, mm-hmm. at least. And then if Belinda decided to give me fucking winter hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my cousins are quite a bit younger than me. So whenever I was at my aunt and uncle's house, sometimes I would have, I would have to watch the Ice Age sequels. Oh, In, oh I, I avoided those. Brutal. Yeah. I definitely had watched the first Ice Age. Blue Sky, bit, Connecticut, but... uh, <laughs> Connecticut. Ray Romano. Ray Romano. Like, the thing yeah. is, I'm generally, genuinely that point, pissed that they're closed. Yeah, they should still be around, but yeah. I don't want to watch any of those. <laughs> no.
depends on it. The show where we do something different every single week. What's the name of the show, Nick? Please, Please don't listen don't to this. Your life depends on it. This. Or the Donties. Yeah. <laughs> Coming at you from our brand new studio. We six? rented out a whole auditorium for this, which is why Pod it sounds studio like that. Pod <laughs> Studio Six. What what recording studio is this for okay, us? So there if we're counting Nick's room, Nick's my room, room, Cam's room, oh boy. Nick's apartment, Nick's apartment. <laughs> I guess we won't count temporary places like my yeah, parents' yeah. house. Oh, uh, then I guess our apartment, and uh-huh. then here. So this is Studio yeah, 5. Yeah, but, that, but we did oh, no, basement but we were, and we did this upstairs. This is Studio 6. Yeah, this is Studio okay, 6. Yeah. Wow. Studio number 6. Unless we're counting basement upstairs as two separate studios. I no, I, I did. <laughs> studio 7. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we are here to talk about the wonderful achievements of the film language from last year. Wow. Oh, and, and my apartment. <laughs> Sorry. I was counting yours. Oh, okay. I thought I was. Yeah, then seven. Yeah, I missed right. mine. Yeah. So really Studio interesting six sounds bit. better. I am Studio going seven. to introduce some of our wonderful co-hosts here using categories from the actual Academy Awards. Cool. Wow. I know what I Best hog. Unless I don't know what I am. <laughs> we know he's been on. Uh... Red Affleck again. <laughs> Deep water. Uh, oh, wait, Gone Girl. We have Best Adapted Screenplay, Cam. Ah, yes, based on the original work, Nick, <laughs> and the adapted summer screen uh, version of a person. <laughs> More palatable. Said, we gotta make another. We gotta make the sequel. Spunkier. <laughs> Quicker. Uh, Quicker, hi. younger, more appealing. Yep. We have a younger best audience. animated short, hi, Seb. That's me. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be the one in front of the Pixar movie that comes out. Um... We can't do anything else. I'm sorry. Nobody else can, can ever <laughs> nope. get that award. No. That's the only one. Actually, I don't even fucking know who they've been giving it to. Mm-hmm. You know who the best animated short to me is? Stewie Griffin. Oh. <laughs> Jerry of Tom and Jerry fame getting snubbed yet again. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty short. Next year will be his year. Next year will be. He's coming year. back in a He's big way. Cricket. Yeah. The shortest Cricket. Oh no, we have, Moses Jones. He oh, I was about to say I was yeah. Moses he's Jones. Short. <laughs> he's short. He's, he's microbial. <laughs> yeah, so he's short. Oh, we're really uh, getting into it already. You can tell we are excited. I'm, to be we're here arguing first. about categories already. Categorizing. <laughs> All right. That's what we're. That's what. That's this why is we're about. here. I know. Who's the spirit called? of the donties. Yes, the spirit of the donties. We have this uh, the person who came up with this episode. We have. Best production design, Alex. Mm, yes, this is my second win in a row coming oh, up with yeah. this idea. He produced and, our well, we, uh, Yeah, I was going to say, uh, we've got, or maybe this is set design, just since we've got the set, since oh, we're on this sure. right now. Academy um, always picks the same shit. It's the same table, the same computers. It's winning again. Yep. Yeah, I'm your host. Seen it before. Best sound, Nick. Mm. <laughs> maybe yeah. not this week. Not this week. <laughs> this week, not eligible. Listener, you be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't put up our soundproofing foam yeah. yet. I so, fucked up. So that's why it sounds that like bad. we're recording we'll this in an auditorium. Yeah. But it will only I mean, enhance. Really Imagine fun. you're in an empty theater Listen watching an award show. Mm-hmm. And you're the only one there. 3D. <laughs> so uh, we wanted to, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to the movies that came out last year. We've seen mm-hmm. a lot of them. Uh, the proportions are maybe a little off, but I think that that's still going to be, uh, there's still going to be plenty for us. And um, if we want to, uh, we can, I, what I was thinking was that we go around and we uh, give our top threes the same way we did our episode 200 thing, where we uh, name a movie and if somebody else has it on theirs, then we cross it off and we don't need to talk about it anymore. Oh, okay. Um, 
And for the sake of keeping the keeping with the theme of this episode, if it is a best picture nom, skip to something else. Yes. We'll talk about it. At, oh, we'll talk, we will talk about that in the second segment. Oh shit. My, that, that bumps me all the way down to these shitty movies. <laughs> Wait, all the good ones were the best picture novels? I think so. In a lot of my lists. Yeah, I have, I, mostly I have a couple things on, that I would like to talk about that are not. Oh, not actually, uh, <laughs> we're revisiting my list and none of the best picture novels. <laughs> no, that's not true. But that, my, top, my top three only has one best pick now. Mm-hmm. Um, Is everything everywhere? No. Yes, it is nominated. So it's right there if you want to look. If you want to oh. check the... So we have a visual aid. We will talk about those in the second segment. Ah, I, I see. If because the talk actual about... thing that we had to do this week for the episode was watch a Best Picture nominee. Mm. Yes. Oh, I thought it was just a nominee. <laughs> well, you got I didn't know what it was either. <laughs> Seb is our yeah. animation correspondent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We well, needed somebody to I do that. I watched everything ever. Yeah, you, <laughs> not, you got it down in the wire. You saw Avatar with us. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, I did. You were there. Oh, that, yeah, it's there. Okay. That was also a good animated feature. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. No, they were actually all underwater, so I can't say that. So. Oh, yeah. The computers that they animated it with were underwater when they did that. Weren't they? <laughs> That's why James Cameron took 14 years to do it. Did you live on the Titanic? Does anyone mind if I lead off? No, no, yeah, no, please. Uh, lead on. Give us, give us your uh, non-best picture nom number My three. My number oh, one of the year uh, was snubbed. Whoa. And the don't eat for best use of an 80s song goes to Nope. Nope. Yeah, what wow. the fuck? How come? How, how why how come the Oscars how don't like a black come? person? What's I think, up with that? Has well, anyone ever said that? If we got it on mic before, we were saying, um, they said we give you one. Yeah. <laughs> you won already. But they're not even nominated? It's it like sucks. it didn't come it out. It so sucks. I Especially, think, well, it, why don't you say why you would want to... Nope was like... So, I... All right. So, the marketing was very vague. They really didn't want you to know what it was all about. I, like, barely watched a trailer. I saw maybe the first teaser, like, they put out maybe a year before the movie came out or whatever. Um, and then I'm like, oh, no, of course I know I'm going to see this. I'm, I don't need to look into this any more than that. Uh, and it was just such a fucking surprise trying to, mm-hmm. like, finding out what it was about and seeing all the cool stuff that it does. Um, I love that. I, I'm i going to be, I'm going to spoil, spoil nope. Uh, <laughs> Spoilers we, for have, the year 2022 will yeah. follow this sentence. I think, well, we want to give some... People who maybe didn't watch these movies. We yeah, want to I give guess a, we should, we should say, give them a little know, more. Spoilers than, for no. I know no. Figuring out spoiler. what kind of movie this was was something that like happened to me while I was watching it, and that was very cool. I think um, there are a lot of people who don't see quote unquote horror movies that really missed out on something they would love yeah, by I, not going to see this one. It definitely yeah. has some of those elements. There were a couple scenes yes. in this movie that creeped me the hell out. There are some <laughs> things in it that can be quite scary or disturbing, but it is for the most part, it is going for something a little broader, maybe mm-hmm. more blockbustery than I thought. And I mm-hmm. think that, that it works. I think his take on that kind of movie was interesting and exciting it's for me more to of a see. big grand enemy movie than like a it's horror almost, I, I don't want to get into that already, yeah but it's not and like a get out if or i were a... to take another guess as to why 
uh, outside of the Oscars being uh, be like, yeah, we already did Jordan Peele and uh, in general not liking black people. The reason that they didn't uh, put this uh, nominate this for shit is because I keep wanting to movie... point to the monitor and be like, show me black people. Yeah, and the... then you point at the monitor. Like, eh, 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 Alex eh, has eh. all the best picture noms on a monitor behind us. So we're, we keep turning to it. Visual aids for the podcast. Well, I heard Elvis on the radio. He's black, right? <laughs> He's white. What? what? <laughs> Best trailer moment ever. <laughs> this guy sounds good. We can't put a black guy on the radio. Get this. He's white. <laughs> anyway. Hey, you know um, the motive. <laughs> the other reason that I think Nope probably is a no-show at the Oscars is because it is a movie that hates Hollywood. It yeah, is it's, all about how it eats people and animals alive. It's an yes. interesting movie because it is like a, a lot of filmmakers will talk about Hollywood or like they'll have a perspective on Hollywood. Um, fucking what the fuck is the name of the movie that came out Baby this Juan? year also. Uh, Baby Juan also hates Hollywood. Yeah, Babylon was all about fucking Hollywood. Right. But I, it also loves Hollywood. Yes, that was uh, so, so much less cynical about it, maybe. I, it was still kind of tongue-in-cheek also, about Blonde that, came but... out this year, and that was all about how uh, Marilyn Monroe was totally destroyed by uh, mm. fame and everything, Well, that movie right? was just, like, an insane, like... Wasn't it just, like, factually incorrect, like, non-authorized mm-hmm. biography yeah. of autobiography? <laughs> yeah, or biography? That's just a confusing Monica thing. I think it's more... Uh, nominated for Best Actress. I, I, I thought Nope was such a, such a surprise. I, it was so, so fun. Not that I wasn't expecting to like it, but it really, it really knocked my socks off, personally. Um, I watched it again on the plane uh, on my way for vacation uh, later this year, or later last year, and it was, like... Um, maybe not the f- a good first time watch on the plane, but I was like still so captivated watching it again. <laughs> I feel like this would be like now knowing the whole plot of this movie, watching it again would be it, really good. It was have, super rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. You notice a lot of stuff that they like. At least when I watched it, I didn't fucking. I clock. still haven't seen Us, but this is easily my favorite Jordan Peele. Yeah, like, it's favorite thing it's, he's ever done. It'll it'll stay that way. Have you seen Us yet? No, not yet. I, I like to. Watch the, that too. I like. To be this a bit snarky and say, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> not not crazy about us. This is this and Get Tim Out are Heidecker way in a better. Did a leading role doesn't save this movie. Uh, I liked seeing Tim Heidecker and the guy who plays the dad in uh, um, Us as well. I don't remember the actor's name, but I think he's also the guy who and plays the, Black Panthers. The guy who lives in the mountains and the guys. Baku. Go, yeah, in Baku. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's good. One more thing I'll say about Nope that I really appreciated was that it's a really small cast, which he's uh, Peel seems to like to do, but it was like all of them absolutely all stars. And they have such great chemistry. It's like his name, uh, the Washington guy, Stephen (laughs) Stephen Yoon. Stephen Yoon. Stephen Yoon. Yes. I love love how much he how he Man. like he plays that character. It's so interesting. Did he get out at the right time or what? Yeah, like at the height of Walking Dead. Of Walking power, Dead, yeah. He gets out, <laughs> gets to make all these like great movies he and gets TV out parts. And goes to yeah. Nope. I think yeah. his Whoa. character was one of the favorites on Walking Dead as well. Yeah, I love I, so I love the way he plays that character. He has he's, such he's, an incredible. It's kind of a bit part, but. Jupiter. He he has kind of a monologue towards the end, Mm -hmm. like or towards the end of uh, his part of the movie. He has like such an amazing monologue with the monkey. monkey Well, no, I was thinking as he's presenting, um, he has a a new show that he's presenting for his. uh, What he has the big um, audience outside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love. I don't remember that monologue. Oh, it's it's. I should rewatch it definitely. (laughs) The what is the name of the monkey? 
Um, Oh, I don't know. It but, stuck with me for so long, and now yeah. I can't remember it because this came out so early in the year. That was so. another thing that really helped watching it again, kind of mm-hmm. getting, figuring out wh- how the monkey stuff factored into the movie yeah. was something that I didn't really get the first time around or mm-hmm. didn't really think about until after I had watched the movie. I saw some really but, annoying like comments under videos and stuff like that of people going like, what was the point of all that monkey yeah, stuff? Yeah, oh, it didn't even make <laughs> sense. It didn't come back. And it's like these well, people yeah. <laughs> don't understand that something can connect thematically yeah. without being connected I know, literally. It, I, it, again, I feel like a bit of an asshole saying it's it's so basic of like animal scared yes. violence. Like it's yes. just so right there in front of you, the, the two themes. Like, the yeah, woman the, gets kicked by the horse yes. when the camera goes off. And, it's and I like, love that. I love that super basic thing thematic storytelling like which is why i like some like shakespeare stuff which i talked about last year when we were talking about 2021 yeah if you do a simple theme but it resonates and it's interesting you can just do it yeah you don't need to you don't need a fresh new take on that love it tell the same (laughs) joke five times in a row i'm still gonna laugh at it it's awesome but yeah i i really loved nope and i'm being a little vague because i don't want to go huge into spoilers but it was a super good time if you haven't checked it out yet yeah so really great it was also in my top three so i've already crossed one off there it was really special it was really really special to me i think that that was truly that I like seeing it with both of you. That was truly one of the best experiences I had. Yeah, in the theater this good year. theater experience. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm Especially glad I got to see that the... and having no spoilers for good, it. Yeah, great sound design in a couple of those spooky scenes. It was so good to hear oh, yeah. it on the big sounds. Like it's it's tough between like three of these. Um, so I have on here. So just say they're unordered, right? Okay, so Strange World, Turning Red, and Sea Beast. Okay, um, give me sea one Beast, of those. I guess would be the lowest on the list because it was really good, but it was. Uh, like not as emotionally. What is you know, really give me one of those. So I'm gonna give you Turning Red. Oh, okay. Um, turning mind. Turning Red. I watched the other day. Um, I I've been really slacking on my like animated movies. Like going to see my animated movies. Like I'm whenever super something surprised. Goes, so Disney has, shit this yeah, one out. It didn't go yeah, into theaters. So has Disney. It didn't go to theaters. <laughs> it seems like there's a freaking bunch of these. I didn't. I didn't. Well, the thing is, I haven't this seen one really. Um, Pixar is like. Has like gotten their last three movies. Shout out onto Disney Plus. It's really disappointing. Lightyear was in, movie, yeah. in theaters. Oh, and wow. Strange World just came out. Strange in World theaters. was in theaters, but that was been a lot. That was fucking buried. I was pissed because yes, then I, I, I went to go see it by myself. Strange World came out. I don't know what that is. Oh, you saw it in theaters? Yeah, I saw it in oh, theaters. Cool. Um, so do you, you do any of you guys like plan to see it? No. And the Donty Four most Osmosis Jones influence goes to. Strange World. Okay. I mean, so, all right. I'm going to talk about Strange World because nobody, yeah, nobody sure. knew about it. Um, even though, like, Turning Red uh, made me cry a lot. You will uh, get because, to it. We'll, yeah, we're well, I'll go get around. to it. Turning Red made me cry a lot. Um, anyway, so Strange World um, was really buried by Disney. I, and a lot of people think What it is it even Disney. about? I have no so, idea what that is. So I'll you give you one guess. are not planning to see it. I, I, I don't know. So, spoilers or... up here for <laughs> Strange World. Um, it is Osmosis Jones on yes. the Discworld Terminal. Yes. Ooh. So, um, the big twist Bill in the Murray movie. Bill Murray in this. <laughs> Bill Murray, unfortunately, He's not in the movie. The as turtles far as on him. Does he um, eat the monkey shit in that one? Um, so, uh, it's, it's, um, like, so there's this kid and his, his dad's a farmer his, and his grandfather was an explorer. Um, and he wanted to get over these mountains or something. Uh, and, and the, 
the son was like, no, I don't want to do that. I, I found this plant that's really cool and it makes energy and, and we can revolutionize our, our city. Um, so the explorer grandfather dad goes off over the mountains and the uh, son dad goes back to town with the, the electric plant and he revolutionizes everything. And um, we fast forward then he's got a son um, and this son doesn't want to be a farmer. He wants to be an explorer, mm. right? So it's one of those like generational things. Um, so it, they end up uh, finding out. Um, so, so they go off and they end up like in the turtle they live on. They don't know they live on the giant turtle, mm. um, but they live on the giant turtle. The plant is actually a parasite and it's killing the turtle which they, they end oh. up finding this out like towards the end of the movie because they've been trying to figure out what is killing the plant. What's killing the plant is the turtle's immune system. Because um, they're like, oh no, our electricity, it's going to go away. But they end up deciding to do without it because they're literally c- killing. So environmental message. Yeah, okay. Um, but right. then there's, there's oh, also a lot of... They're um, killing the planet. It's just with like their Pathologic 2. <laughs> I'm going to be saying this about everything, by the way, because I have finished <laughs> okay. Pathologic 2 now. I can't wait for the Elvis comparison to Pathologic 2. A pizza game next? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. You've got that. Don't You've got that. You've got like four weeks before that. Okay, well, I can <laughs> We've got a lot of time. Um, but so, so yeah, they, uh, there's also a bunch of um, like... Father, they end up finding the grandfather too. Up the um, turtle in the mountains. Yeah, well, he's in the turtle. He's, he fell into the he's turtle. In the turtle. He's in, in the, the turtle? turtle. They all go into the turtle. Like vor shit, like crawling around on the belly or in the belly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like strange world is they're in this wacky world. They don't know what's going on, but it's basically they're inside the giant turtle. Um, is that that's like how, a reveal? How small though, right? relative to the turtle are they? Like, do you like Tiny. fight white blood cells yeah. or like, uh, I was, I was going to okay. say, or like they the size of a tooth or are they the size of the like turtle an atom? Is the world. I know, but I just, I was curious. <laughs> no, no, the no. Scale they're they're more like uh, microscopic, like red blood cell. Gotcha. Size. Oh, okay. um, Cause that's what they're seeing is they're seeing its immune system and mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, so like, uh, there's also a bunch of like father, son, granddad, like tension mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to be like you dad. Well, I don't want you to be like my dad. I don't want to be like my dad. And, so and just that kind of thing. Does this stand out for visual design reasons? Yeah. Just yeah like, there's that. Like um, it looks pretty good. I liked, from, from um, pretty much stuff. all of it. Man, okay. And then there, like when they say this yeah. is like the first gay Disney character. It literally is the main this character. Is a Disney the movie? turtle is yeah. gay. <laughs> the turtle is gay. The um, world no, but is the, gay. The, the son, one of the main characters, is gay, and it cannot be written out of the movie. So it wasn't. So many movies about having a gay child this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Elvis. Um, <laughs> but uh, so it couldn't really be written out of the movie because his his like whole thing like was like, Dad, don't embarrass me in front of my fucking crush boy Mm. um so it didn't release in russia for obvious reasons but it also didn't release in like china it didn't release in a bunch of like middle eastern countries Um, anywhere that would be offended by this i guess yeah so (laughs) that's why a lot of people think (laughs) they totally swept under the rug like there was barely any advertisement for it um and that pisses me off because it was genuinely a really good movie like any of the like i don't want to be like you parent like shit i have issues um, so, which is also why I like turning red and everything everywhere all, all at once. Um, 
lot of movies yeah. about having an upset parent at their gay son. Yeah, oh, or an upset parent who <laughs> wants you to be just like them or be what they couldn't be or mm. etc. Uh-huh. Um, but this so one was good? This one was really good. I really liked it. Um, and I am really pissed off at Disney for absolutely sweeping it under the rug. Yeah, it I did didn't even know this came out. Almost <laughs> as bad as Treasure Planet, my other favorite Disney oh. so, Or my I mean, very favorite You're really going to have Disney a, to yeah. a collection Thor, of Love and Thunder. And Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I saw one of those. And Morbius. Mm-hmm. And, no, Spider-Man was the year before. They've had to put out a lot of movies this year. They, they just simply didn't have time to market Strange World. Anyway, on my list is a movie that would never be put out by the uh, horrible Disney company. Uh, I'm looking at Alex's Mickey Mouse shirt right now. <laughs> and the Donty for tastiest looking plastic goes to Crimes of the Future. Yeah, um, there's uh, that fucker right there. <laughs> uh, next on my list is Crimes of the Future. Whoa. Oh my god, I Who's love this, this movie. Cronenberg so- guy. <laughs> you just want to eat the plastic brick. I do want to eat the, the plastic movie. brick. It was so good. Did you end up watching it? No. No, nobody ended up no, watching it. That's I, all right. I'm sorry. When I was up late looking for a movie to watch, I didn't want to watch the gross body horror movie in oh, my home so alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, actually, when I had food poisoning, I was like, oh, maybe yeah, not maybe the best not thing to watch right now. That was the time. Camp, so much of the movie is about not being able to eat something because your body can't handle it. That's like the whole thrust of the entire movie. God, yeah. that's when like I read when I was watching The Fucking Apartment good. while I had insomnia. They're like, you <laughs> can't like go guy, to sleep, otherwise you'll sleep. die. <laughs> Sometimes I'll do that on purpose. Like when we were first were on lockdown for COVID, I watched only movies about isolation. Mm-hmm. So I watched like... The Lighthouse, Five <laughs> The Lighthouse, The Shining, Moon... Yeah, look at these guys. They're just like me. What is like eight? What's the one? Just like with me for real. Oscar Isaac and the guy Max Machina. I watched because yeah. that's about being stuck oh, in a house a with a weird guy. Well, you're stuck in the house with the weird robot that wants you to let her and out. And the weird guy. The weird guy's and there the too. Weird so, guy. Crimes of the Future is oh, yeah. uh, it's David Cronenberg's first movie in a while. David Cronenberg. <laughs> David Cronenberg. Uh, so he is uh, a Canadian body horror uh, like horror director. Mostly known for stuff like The Fly. The, the um, Fly mm-hmm. and The Blob. Yeah. And <laughs> Cronenberg did not do The Blob. Cronenberg huh. uh, did uh, Scanners. Uh, if, you, if you've seen the, the gif where the guy's head explodes, it's from that movie. Check it out. It's a, it's a pretty great head explosion. Um, and Cronenberg uh, also did The Brood, which is a, a Cam and I favorite Good one. for sure. Little snow, uh, snowsuit wearing kids. Yes. Hitting so, old people with hammers. Pretty um, fun. Cronenberg loves body horror, but this movie is not really a horror movie. It has a lot of gross, disgusting things going on with bodies oh, in it. It seemed so horrifying. It is from not a I, horror. I didn't movie. see anything from uh-huh. the movie except for the poster and the synopsis. Yes. And like all I was like, that's a horror movie right yes. there. It, it has a lot more to do with like uh it honestly strikes me as kind of hopeful because the premise of this movie is that we are like an unspecified amount of time into the future and Technology has gotten more advanced, but also humans are starting to change and evolve because of the world they live in. So the opening shot of this movie is a little kid that's taking bites out of the plastic trash can that he has in his room because he wants that instead of like the regular food. Oh, he, so he's like being able to digest this plastic now. 
And the mom is so scared that she's like, I got to kill this fucking kid. She's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So this kid is like, like he's like doing it almost like a fly does it work. First he spits on it a little bit and then he like bites, he bite takes a bite out of it. And this is exactly why Cam shouldn't watch this movie when he has food poisoning. Um, I'm already wincing at Nick's description <laughs> yeah. of this. I think, I don't know. I think eating a trash can would probably help. I know. I guess so. I guess if I could keep so, it down. I'm fine now. Uh, then we go to the main protagonist of the movie. And he's eating um, a big dumpster. No, he, so <laughs> he's already eaten a couple of them. <laughs> so he is a performance artist. And his performance art is he grows strange new organs inside his body and then cuts them out on stage. Oh, that's nice. Oh, me too. Can he do something else? Everyone does that. Yeah. Why doesn't he do something else? <laughs> that's what I want to know. But people start to come up to him because they start to be like, hey... Stop this doing may, that. No, That's this may gross. be the next. Well, some people are like, yes, please stop that. It's <laughs> gross. And other people are like, hey, uh, you know, you might be doing those. You might be growing those organs for a reason. You might be like, there are other people who are, who are, whose bodies are changing too, to adapt to the world we live in, a world with so much pollution, so much trash that you're surrounded by all the time. I mean, we, I talk so much about the story of, you know, uh, the blood of an American is 50% microplastic or whatever. Oh, that 50%. I, it's not, maybe not that Holy You eat a credit shit. card a year. <laughs> yeah, if I'm lucky. <laughs> if I can afford it. I usually eat a whole trash can a year, though. <laughs> so I get this one in my room I've been working on. It's just a little bit of it every day. <laughs> but, um, Microdosing trash Yeah, can. so uh, the, the, the larger plot of the movie is about uh, the kind of pull between the people who do not want uh, any investigation into this idea of, of human humans body of changing. Yes. Mm. Okay. The human, body, the human body is changing in strange ways. And this guy might be one of the first people it happened to. It's a new mutant. Yeah, uh, sort of. But it, the now idea I'm is interested. that almost everyone's body will eventually become like this. Mm. And, uh, he like there's so much crazy weird biotechnology in this like oh, ev- like all the new machines like it's something that would be very sterile and iphone like in another movie or or hologram and minority report like has like a fleshy arm coming off of it in oh, this man. One. and it's not you can still tell it is a machine but it is meant to interface with the body so it is more like yeah. a body and that's it's just like design going in a completely different direction yeah and so much of the visual design of this movie the themes of this movie the performances of this movie are something that I have not seen anywhere else and could not imagine seeing anywhere else. I saw this at the United Theater in Westerly. They were uh, doing it as part of their Neighborhood Watch program, which is the one for freaks. And I had a <laughs> wonderful time. It was so good. Like, I, I, I don't know if you already mentioned this, Nick, but uh, where does this stack up among your Cronenbergs? Uh, I think... This might be number one. I really oh, okay, like. Okay. I really. I really like the fly. I really like the brute. I don't. I haven't seen a Cronenberg that I don't like yeah. yet. Okay. But this one gave me something that I legitimately have not seen anywhere else. It was different. Okay. Yes, and I, I liked that so much that that like it was really and I I went in expecting a horror movie. I was like, you know, I it was like, ooh, it's you know late at night. It's a it's a Friday night showing. I'm I'm there and it's I'm like ready to get spooked. The vibes are right. The vibes are right not horror there are still some things that are horrifying about it as you know everyone was wincing when i was describing some of the shit at the table <laughs> and there's way more than that in the movie there's a really funny bit where uh the main character goes to see another 
person's like weird surgery performance art and the guy has just sewn a bunch of ears onto himself and like the main, the char- main character's like this guy's a fucking hack like this guy's not even good that, he's like that that sucks what is that supposed to tell me like it's not yeah, even a real you, art. you have you have a, you have a, you have a <laughs> bunch of ears what what does that mean what what do i care about that and it was it was really good and i'm now that i'm talking about it again i kind of want to watch it again where is it on your Sign of a good movie your 2022 list on my 2022 list um uh, not counting any best pictures, I think this is number two. Okay. Oh wow. Yes. Nice. Um, uh, Cam, can you give me one off your list? Um, so I watched all of these very recently, so I'm still, you know, going through them in my mm-hmm. head, right. definitely. But right after I watched it, and still now, which I watched it a couple days ago, I guess. Um... And the award for most tragic ending goes to Weird: The Al Yankovic Story. Not a be- best picture nom. First of the top three is weird. The weird Al Yankovic. Hell story. yeah! I love so it. fucking good. This I movie was it. like one one thousand percent made for me. So I like I knew I was and going to too. like this. I, yeah, Desiree always jokes about me being a Roku guy. So that, that this is a Roku movie. A Roku original yeah. movie is so funny. But um, if you are uh, if you have a desktop at home or a laptop or whatever with AdBlock, all Roku movies are free with no ads. So yeah. I, I, highly, <laughs> I highly recommend going to do that. Um, but so like I listened to a decent amount of Weird Al when I, when we were growing up, but not actually that much. Um, well, he's had such a long career; mm-hmm. he's just kept making movies. Yeah, well, since like music. yeah, and he's still 80s. doing it. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and also, I don't watch a lot of movie comedies. Well, yeah. movie comedies don't really exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, also, especially but, yeah. ones that are heavily scripted like this, which is why it's such a treat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I guess I think when of, we think more like grown-ups and last year, I want to say it was last year or maybe the year before, we watched uh, we watched Pop Star Don't Stop Never Stopping. Yeah, that was really which funny. was really good, and it also is kind of like this, where it's a fake music biopic. Another Andy yeah. Samberg, Palm Springs, I think was last yes. year, which I really um, liked. That what it's called. And uh, another one, there there are other movies that are like this. Two notable ones that I can think of. Are uh, Walk Hard, which is the uh, John C. Riley parody mm. of uh, I heard the that Johnny was really Cash good. one. That one was pretty good. Do I need to know about Johnny Cash to watch that? No, no, you don't. No, all right, good. Um, and then, uh, uh, of course, this is Spinal Tap, uh, directed yep. by Princess Bride director Rob Reiner. Haven't seen um, that either. Another really good one. Uh, that one is out. funnier the more you care about like like uh, old dad rock shit. Yeah, it's still yeah. really good even if you don't care about it. But like so much of it is like. And, like, a lot of people, including me, are like, oh, yeah, Spinal Tap's just a real band. And it's like, no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they were made up for this. I yeah. thought they were, too. Much like Lydia Tarr. Not yeah. real. <laughs> Lydia Tarr, not real. Never heard of them. What the fuck? Um, I thought she was in Fortnite. But also this year, not yet, uh, <laughs> this year, Confess Fletch came out, too. And yeah. that that's, was surprising that that, mm-hmm. like, came out. Both of these went right to streaming. So, yes. like. And it's hard to see these in a in a theater. So, what do you think of Daniel Radcliffe as young? Oh Rural? yeah, so he, like, he is so hot. It's so, so I was like, <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe is hot. Yeah. Oh my god! He's, and he's hot. like, and he's like very intentionally dressed goofy and like like the it's in what Weird Al was crazy. wearing at the time, like the fro and mustache and stuff. And he still looks amazing. Yeah. It's so I, funny. I he pulls that, it off so hard. It's so good. I, yeah. I'm really happy for Dan Rad that he doesn't get typecast as a hero character, like the goody two shoes hero character. Yeah, he, he just. He's well, doing his own thing. He's, he got all that Harry Potter movie, money and then said, nope, I'm making all weird shit from now on. Yeah, he, was, he, he was an equus. He made Swiss which Army like, Man with the yeah. Daniels who will show up later in the show. He had to be out on stage with like a horse man. mask with his dick out. Yep, the, 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 the lobster. 
I think he's in. Is he or no? I don't think he's in the lobster. He's was not? It, he was in the lighthouse, right? Uh, no, yeah, that was that was the other the other guy, uh, the other which he wizard. hates being called that, but I don't care. It's okay. He doesn't listen to this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like the news the of show. him uh, being cast as Weird Al, everyone was like, "Wait, what?" And it's like, and it's in a biopic, and that's all they would say. Yeah. They wouldn't say how scripted it was <laughs> yeah. or what, it, what kind of movie it was. Because you know, if this was supposed to be real, everyone's like, "That's a stupid idea." <laughs> he doesn't. Boring. Everyone was immediately like, "He doesn't really look like him." <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny, and then, um, and then like the second thought you have is we're not still alive and still doing stuff. Yeah. Why would he do a biopic <laughs> yeah. right now? That doesn't make any sense. But then it, it definitely came out that it was just like a fictional retelling, a scripted comedy story of his career, and it's just such a funny place in his career to do it right now. Of just yeah. like he's still making music, but he's doing more indulgent stuff and more originals and more acoustic shows and stuff right now anyway but still touring like a motherfucker like and doing podcasts and shows and steps like steps at voice acting um so like he's in this movie at playing the studio exec yeah. which is Good so bet. funny yeah and just all of this i mean he does have the exact type of humor i like which mm-hmm. is why he was the band leader on comedy bang bang for like two and a half seasons yeah and it was he was incredibly good at he's that. so funny but he's even funnier in this like this is this is hysterical like the whole story of a troubled musician like he wasn't allowed to do what he loved because his parents hated it yeah but oh, obviously he, he didn't good. have that life <laughs> yeah he looks great I but love like, one of the early, won't let him one of the early lines of his. They were like, "We're intentionally stifling your creativity," or like they just like put a button on the fact that it's a cliche trope. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then Weird Al's dream is to become the best. Well, maybe not the best. A very accomplished and maybe one of the best recording artists in a niche genre of music. <laughs> yeah. like, well, I guess I'm not the best accordion player, but I might be the best comedic song parody <laughs> accordion player it's just such a long list of even though it's and, easy to say he's an accomplished musician yeah, or and they artist. build he's, the whole movie around his interest in, a, in like a blatantly artificial way like when he goes to a, a crazy teen party and they all have accordions out yeah that's a yeah. polka party it's, and they're all <laughs> playing polka and he gets arrested at the polka party by scott ackerman yeah um, the i let all the um, following the tropes and subversion of the tropes, I really liked. Like he moves out and lives with his roommates, and they're all extremely supportive of his dream and yeah. don't think it's weird at all. They're, they're all, all just chill, like nice guys. Three yeah, handsome they, they guys that he lives with <laughs> who are really nice, <laughs> and uh, they become his band later, just because he didn't know they played instruments, and they just let him do it. And he, of course, he becomes famous off his first song. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like it takes a lot played. of hard work. You know, nobody ever gets it right away, and then. <laughs> Yeah. He immediately gets famous. That, that's like I, I was in um, college, right? And we would have yeah. guest speakers come in, guest artists. And this guy comes in and he's like, yeah, it takes a lot of hard work and everything. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was still in college and I got to work on Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? It worked out for me right yeah. away, but it'll yeah. be really hard for you. Too, but it was wicked easy. <laughs> yeah, all the... Just the jokes in this movie were really So great. funny. I, I was constantly laughing. And the fictionalization. I don't want to spoil any jokes, but there, there's some great cameos. Yeah. Uh, who plays Madonna in this movie? Someone I didn't know, actually, but she was <laughs> She fun. kills it. Her performance yeah. as Madonna is so Madonna, funny. Madonna, like a major role in the movie, as <laughs> is Pablo Escobar. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 
Wolfman Jack is Jack Black, which uh-huh. was funny. The, all the weirdos at the party, like you know, like all these people who were uh, so. The party important. scene is so funny because it's all these people that are clearly uber famous dressed up at their most famous. Yeah, like Pee Wee Herman and Divine and uh, uh, Devo is uh, there. Jack yeah. Devo is there. Uh, and then like they make a joke of it of having a guy come out like. Oh, that's not what I think. And everyone's like, wait, who are you? And he's like, I'm the bassist from The Who, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's supposed to know who he is. Uh, But yeah, it was just hysterical. Daniel Radcliffe is so good. Weird Al is so funny. The whole plot being so uh, turned on its head of like, I'm his parents having such strange ideals about what they want him to do and what they don't want what they'll let him do. When they come around like later in the plot, it doesn't really make any sense either. And when he goes <laughs> to work at like the, when his dad's factory. Yeah, the factory. <laughs> his dad works at the factory and always wants him to work, follow in his footsteps. And he's like, I don't even know what you make there. And he's like, you'll know when you get there. <laughs> they won't tell him. What yeah, they won't tell him what they make at the factory. <laughs> Uh, it's just it was really funny and yeah. the funniest ending of a movie I've seen in a long time this was a recent watch for me too and I was really impressed like I don't know that much about Weird Al but I was con- I was laughing so much it was I, yeah. really towards the end so of the movie funny. I'm like well okay where are they going to end this because like he, his career goes on for 20 <laughs> years no, after, you can't after do it you what? can't end the movie yeah where are you going to end it because his career goes on for 20 years after what they're doing right now yeah. and it's clear that they're already willing to mess with time because they have like Amish Paradise happened like ten years before it happens, <laughs> and they have a bunch of other stuff happen out of order. So I'm like, okay, what are they gonna what are they gonna do? And they end the movie in the funniest way that yeah. I think they possibly definitely could. go watch it. There is yeah. some really stiff competition this year between uh, a, a lot of movies that I watched for the best final shot. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. yeah. there is like incredibly. Stiff competition this True. year for final shot, which is weird because yeah, that's like not a three thing. movies come to mind for me. On yeah, that, exactly. So, yeah, definitely. Um, Alex, give me another one. All right, I'm going to pull up my phone and I'm yeah, going obviously, to talk to just you guys. real quick. That the ending and the Michael Jackson stuff was my favorite part. Of oh it, yeah, it's, really his good. career is so. <laughs> practically made by michael jackson yes. so they have to address gigantic it gigantic michael jackson parodies that... and guess what those songs are good because michael jackson's yes. music is good the way yeah. the way that they that. the way that <laughs> they handle that is so funny though so it's, hysterical it's a really stupid bit but then they commit to it so it's hard just because no one's gonna Put be mad at you on your for... computer and go watch yeah, weird please it's not that long and you'll have a good time it's so funny so my second favorite of the year and i think this even holds especially not even counting what what's up there on the best pictures and the don'ty for best revolt by a british colony goes to rrr um number two for me is rrr oh wow hell yeah baby that movie was so i alex i am so happy that we got to watch this together yeah because if i had watched this alone i would not have enjoyed it nearly as much not because it's bad it's yeah. an anime, right? D-R-R-R? No, no <laughs> close. Come on. Uh, it did revolt. D-R-R-R? Rise of Roar Revolt? Yeah, uh, sure. No, it's... Uh, um, this movie... It, yeah, this is a an Indian blockbuster yeah. that what came to Netflix in the middle of the year, and Alex and I got to watch it in the old apartment on yep. the couch and just having a really, really good time. It was... Yeah, uh, Nick, you brought this forward, and you're like, I've heard that this is good. Uh-huh. I'm going to throw it on. And, yes. like, um, my understanding is a lot of Indian um, Bollywood or whatever Bollywood-adjacent yeah. Indian films 
Uh, they're all incredibly long. Uh, this movie was very long. Yes. It's over um, three hours. But it? I was like absolutely enraptured uh, almost the whole time. Mm-hmm. This is like kind of like an unlikely friendship movie. There is like a uh, British loyalist Indian guy, and then there is a guy from a tribe who is trying to rescue his sister, I think. Maybe? Mm-hmm. I, yes. I, I, okay. Um, and they are, uh, the loyalist is undercover, but uh, these two end up becoming friends despite that. And then of course, you know that this guy is a loyalist and you're like, well, these, these two, they're like unlikely friends. They, they care about each other, but ooh, once he figures out who he really is mm-hmm. or, you know, what, you, that intrigue is there for almost, for most yes. of the movie. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but the thing and that sold me on this. The, the, to the rise of both of them. It shows you yeah. like how they become their, you know, the best warriors. One's a water guy and one is, <laughs> uh, one is like, uh, it's symbolized by fire, the, the military man who can hit any shot yep. and uh, subdue any person. And the other one is the most free and can, it is like known, he knows all the animals and is like the law of the jungle. There's this scene where all these animals are like in cages for this giant British loyalist uh. party. And, like, you know, like the British Zoo has fucking tigers and everything there just to, for the rich people to gawk at. And he gets to the party and he just starts letting them all out of their cages and, yeah. like, surfing on the animals and doing all this crazy shit. <laughs> this movie is has some of the most bonkers, insane action scenes mm-hmm. I have seen in a movie, period. Um, for a year that gave us Top Gun Maverick, this is my favorite action this year. Yes, I think that uh, while I have a lot of nice things to say about uh, Top Gun Maverick, uh, which I didn't think I would. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I didn't expect to like I, it. <laughs> I, Top Gun Maverick does not hold a candle to this. Like it is, there is so much more fun yes. in this. Like, like there's so much more like uh, that the, they that they do that I didn't even know that you could do. You know, like in an action scene. A big, um, well, the big scene that maybe sold this for me. Um, I want to say it's early, but I don't remember how early in the movie. Um, when these two main characters kind of become friends, there is like an inciting incident where they need to save a bunch of people who are like a, a bus is going over a bridge or something yes, like that. Yes, um, Or a train is crashing or something. Uh-huh. And they like perform this elaborate choreographed move swinging around on cables mm-hmm. as two people who don't know each other at all and communicate <laughs> only by hand signals. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> both immediately know what to do to swing on cables and save people falling off of a bridge it is so insane the thing that really sealed the deal for this movie to me i already loved it by that point that you were talking about but later on when um uh one of our heroes the tribal hero gets a little embarrassed uh at the at this big fancy party in front of the girl he was he's trying to court his 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 now best friend the other guy (laughs) is like I know how we'll get you back in her good graces. And he just like, he basically does like the Fonz hit the jukebox kind of thing of like changes the music. And they play, they they play this great, like they have this huge, like practically choreographed dance number in the middle of this party. Yeah. With this whole thing where they're like dancing with their suspenders, like, like, like pushing them out and like sinking their arms in and out of them. And like huge dance number. It's yeah. really, really good. That's uh, if, a, if you don't watch anything else from this movie, you should probably look up that scene. It's I, called Natu Natu. I have like not really seen much film from India, but I love that they will. They're still into like putting big dance numbers in movies. Yeah, musical number. It is because that's the thing that like early Hollywood was super into, but you don't really see that in tradi- like normal movies this year. Mm-hmm. 
or also, like anything. I don't know. In the, in the last like fifty years, sure. You should. Yeah. It's like oh, singing man. in the rain. It's like uh, you know, yeah. or Footlight Parade. It's like weird, huge dance numbers mm-hmm. don't happen uh, that much. Ra- Rajmuli, uh, the director of this, uh, if you don't look up anyone's list from the Sight and Sound, you should look up his because I think it has Shrek on it. Like All it's right. a weird, it's a weird one. Hey, Shrek was <laughs> huge. Shrek's a this, big movie. This movie was like huge, elaborate, and long, but it, I was just so engrossed in, in it the whole time. It was just. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Seb, give us another one. All right. Um, oh, God. We're uh, doing... Wait, how many of these We're doing, are doing three of them, right? Yeah. This is going to okay. take fucking forever. We don't have time for yeah. this. Keep going. I've already crossed off a bunch of my... Uh, well, long, wait, how deep are we going? I thought that we were just doing... What are we doing? I we're doing... Non-best picture. Give me... Give, I was. I said give me a top three. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. So since how long nope. did it take us to do that? Forty-five minutes. I can't tell. So we're gonna do that three more times. I have been recording <laughs> for really one hour, time. but we were bullshitting for a while. Yeah, right. we were, we were um, talking for like forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. good God. <laughs> Just keep it short. All right, we'll try and keep it short. I didn't. I thought we were doing one round. That's why I went. That's all right. All right. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so. And the donty for most smellable movie goes to the Sea Beast. I'll talk about Sea Beast next because mm-hmm. that one was like nobody nobody saw that one because it was no. a Netflix original. I, saw, I, saw I the, still uh, don't know what that one is. But it was still either. nominated for like best animated feature somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bunch of uh, ex Disney guys, I think, um, who went on to make their own studio and they got picked up by Netflix. So it's um, like a high seas adventure. There's an orphan girl who ends up stowing away on a ship um, that is hunting like big sea monsters and that's that's the ship's whole deal the the whole um so that the ship is working for like a the the country is, is like a naval power they've made an empire um expanding and and destroying these monsters um so uh she stows away on the ship so she can be one of these like monster Slaying here, monster hunter. Like that. Yeah, monster hunter. Um, <laughs> I was, I, I had my lips sealed. I wasn't gonna say <laughs> it. Say yep. it. Um, That's foreshadowing. We'll yes, it is so, foreshadowing. <laughs> so our main character uh, is like maybe like eight years old, um, and then you have your other guy, your other main character, who's I don't know thirty something, um, and he's like a, a Flynn Fairwind type of character, um, you know, one of those swashbuckling adventures. But he's not actually really very sleazy. Um, he's very well trusted and he's actually a really good guy, um, on the ship. Uh, he's kind of got, um, he was orphaned by like a sea monster attack or supposedly, um, in his like village as, as a kid. Um, so they picked him up. He learned the ropes on the ship, um, like literally. Um, and then the captain kind of views him as a son. So you've got the found family thing going on, which Mm -hmm. is one reason I liked it. Um, but she stows away on the ship. They get shipwrecked, um, or they end up off the ship. They didn't really get shipwrecked, but they, they ended up off the ship after they tried to kill, um, oh God, what was she called? Um, the Red Leviathan or the Red something. The Red okay. Baron. Yeah. Moby Dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, um, the Red Whale, I suppose. Uh, so, so they end up... Like off the ship on an island that is basically full of sea monsters mm. um, or like monsters in general. Um, so they have to survive here and then they get off of it by making friends with the sea monster they oh, were trying to kill. That's that's the whole because turn. The girl, that's the thing. Yeah, the, the girl is like, 
She's not so bad. She's just like... Maybe we should try talking to the monsters instead of killing them. Yeah, maybe we should try talking <laughs> to the monsters. Who started this fight? Why are we fighting? Maybe we should just stop because nobody knows who started it. Yeah. Um, and we're all just trying to live. Um, and then in the end, uh, the original ship they were on comes back. They harpoon the monster, drag it back to um, the, the city where they've got like the, the king and the queen who have commissioned them to do this, right? And before they actually slay the thing, the main guy has a, a change of heart because originally he was like, no, no, they're evil. The sea monsters are evil. Um, but then he realizes like everything that the girl has been talking, like she's got like this book she's been carrying around that's like, oh, the, the crew of this ship, which is his ship, is like this and they're all like that. And he's like, no, what do you, what do you, no, this is all wrong. Um, so he's like, what if everything is all lies? Um, so he stops them from killing the sea monster and they all decide we're not going to do this and we're not going to fight anymore and, and that kind of thing. Um, That's nice. Yeah. What did you think of it? So Yeah, did it look yeah, good? I, like, wh- okay, how was, how guys, was the actual animation? I just it? finished my summary. Well, Can we I don't get to do it? Do a you damn summary of every movie. Nobody yeah. has seen it. I, I, like Everybody else has seen all the other movies you've talked no, about, so no. you didn't need to summer, summarize. That's okay. Um but uh so i really liked it i like the found family aspect i like high seas adventure stuff i like like me and bink were watching it together and we were just marveling at the textures on everything like you the see cloth looks like cloth we've mastered did. underwater texture um, <laughs> dude though like they were underwater Better for sometimes um, for sometimes uh and it looked great like my only my one complaint about the visual design is the main sea monster is a little bit too round. I wish she was a little bit more threat. Like I know she was <laughs> supposed cute, to be French shaped. No, she wasn't even French shaped. A little too curvy. She she was a little bit too curvy, and I wish she was a little bit more threatening looking, mm. so that I could believe that people were actually afraid of her. Um, but that not a big deal. Like we were just marveling at like a lot of the textures and, and like the wood looked like wood, but like still was stylized enough that it wasn't like oh they just copy pasted like a photo texture of wood onto here um like the marble like everything the visual design was really really good music good um there's um a little blob creature dog mm-hmm. thing um and i like him very much oh, good, good companion is yeah he was very good selling. i love him um it was just a fun movie i really liked it a lot um and I wish more people had seen it. Like, it's not one of those, like, have to see Did this go things. straight to streaming, too? That's, yeah, that's when <laughs> yeah, it's Netflix. definitely... Right, it's a Netflix okay. original. Okay. Did not hear about um, that one at all. But yeah, uh, me and Bink watched it together, and we both really liked it. Hmm. All right. All right, so this is the last one on my list, because Nope was the the, 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 the other one okay. on, on my top three. This is uh, one I watched uh, in preparation for the show today. And the don'ty for most iPhone goes to Decision to Leave. It is called Decision to Leave. It is a Korean movie. And um, there is a sentiment that I have been reading in a lot of places from interviews with directors and from people just posting uh, shit-talking tweets online and on podcasts and all kinds of stuff that say that it is nobody wants to make a movie that is set in the modern day because people have iPhone. We we have iPhone. It's hard to write plot, (laughs) scene, or direction around iPhone. Every Seinfeld episode doesn't work if they have a cell phone. Yes. (laughs) 
and not just the ability to contact each other at every time, but the ability to look up all kinds of information at any time. The uh, the fact that in a scene where people are sitting together, they would be looking at their phones. That's so that's stupid. Yes, right. that's get, yeah. I'm getting, okay. I'm getting to <laughs> I was hoping you weren't agreeing with no, that. Because no, I was just turning my heart, head to the right. And, okay, which one of these are set in modern times? Is Banshee set in modern time? Uh, No. No? No. All right, everything everywhere, yes. But they Top don't gun, use yes. phones. Tar, yes. Triangle sadness, yes. Women talking, no, no. So that's like almost what is that four? Avatar yeah. is set in the modern time. It might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, this is a sentiment that I have been seeing in More different places that modern. the idea of cell phones, or specifically, you know, smartphones, makes movies harder to write and direct because of the expectation that people who live in this world have for seeing them. Yeah, a lot of people say that about horror movies because, like, I would just call, I would, I would call the phone. police. I would use phone as a flashlight. <laughs> yes. yes, but this movie, uh, Decision to Leave, is a romantic thriller that is so about phone. It is so like, and I mean that in the best way possible. Like, they have really clever tricks to show it on the screen to show you what the characters are thinking, what they're looking about. Switching someone's phone without them knowing is a really important plot in this mm. plot point in this thriller. This story is kicked off. Uh, I'll give you like the the one sentence Wikipedia plot synopsis, which is that a uh, Korean detective uh, starts uh, to fall in love with the uh, woman he's tailing because he's investigating her for killing her husband. And so he's like, the more he investigates her, the more he's like, oh, she definitely did this, but also I'm falling in love with her. That could be me. Yes. I could have been me that got killed. I could fix her. Any joke that we (laughs) say about this is something that happened. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, um, but this movie right now is uh, the the way to watch it is unfortunately on Mubi. Mubi. Uh, I, I got okay. my free Who's I got that? my free trial and I'm going Ubi's. to cancel the oh, shit okay. and Ubi and Mubi. Not Mubi's thing is that it specifically Tubu. takes international films. I saw mm. a lot of like Korean dramas and other okay. stuff on there. Um, but it shouldn't exist still. But uh, I love the title. I've been thinking about this yes. movie so much. The mo- the Decision title so much yes. that I never even knew what the movie yes. was about. <laughs> Uh, and the, and where that line that line comes in somewhere in the story and it's really good. Mm. It like it is a title drop. Oh, that the best kind of movies. Have yeah, the it's title not apparent. Yeah, and it's then, not. It's subtle. It's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. Triangle of Sadness has a good one. Yep. Early um, on too, so you don't have to wait for it too long. Tar has a couple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, Elvis has a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, this this movie, um, I I think that it's just really an achievement in like how this movie is directed, how it is filmed. This is from the same director that did Old Boy. Oh, if anyone's yeah. ever seen I that. still haven't seen it, but that's on my list. Uh, and I, um, I I don't watch a ton of Korean films. Yeah. Uh, it, my knowledge basically begins and ends with the uh, uh, director of Parasite yep. and his, his, his other films. <laughs> and the host, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, We saw Train to Busan. Yeah. Didn't see it. Oh, is that <laughs> him too? That is him, isn't it? Oh, wait, is it? No. No. no? What, didn't he do a zombie? He did. Uh, he did, the host. Yeah, oh, he so did two months Okja, ago, yes. and uh, he did Parasite. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. When I think Korean movies, I think Train to Busan, but that's because it was just all over Netflix. I yes, never, I never watched that shit. Um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, so in Decision to Leave, uh, you've uh, you've got like this this you know developing love story, but also a really really competent kind of like crime story as well in there. 
And I really thought I was only going to get one. I thought it was only, I thought it was going to be really obvious Most that this lady. Most movies only give you one. Yeah, I thought it was really going to be obvious that this lady killed her husband and it was going to be all about the blossoming love between these two characters. That's what it's, it sort of seemed like to me from the outside. But the second the movie started, you get really into this detective guy's like head, like his mindset. Uh, for like how he approaches his job and why he lives his life the way he does but and how he like approaches every stakeout. I really liked this movie. <laughs> I really, really liked this movie. It, it ruled. Like uh, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, this this was my number one of the year. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, I'll watch it when it's off movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking send you the torrent link. Who cares? Yeah, Cam, give me another one. <laughs> All right. So I'm still confused on what we're doing. I, I thought we were going in did? order. Yeah. Uh, I did Weird Al. Yes, because that's my number two of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, but you yes. went backwards. Well, yes. I I started with number one also, but it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, All I'm right, going so down. down right. What was your first? I started well, my, with the one I had the most to say my, about. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what I thought. My, I was my doing. top three in order was uh uh it was Nope at three, Crimes of the Future, then Decision to Leave. Okay. So Wait, then nope what was it. your first one? No, my first was nope. So I crossed that off. And oh, then I so mentioned you both did R R R. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. No, all right, all right. Anyway, um, next on mine because I would have nope at three. And the Donty Award for most movie goes to Babylon. Um, would be Babylon at five. Oh, all right. Um, there is too much to say about Babylon. Yeah, we, <laughs> we saw this in the theater. It was long. It was very it's indulgent. Long as shit. It's so three parts. I it's... mean, it is an ancient city with you know, right. a lot of history. Boy, to is it, it. So... Hollywood. Um, <laughs> it's also a movie about how good at acting Margot Robbie is, oh. which is funny. Yeah. Um, but it's a movie about old Hollywood, like rich people having giant parties, people getting swept up in the dream of Hollywood, and Back when that still what existed, the rest kind of. of their life kind of pans out to be. Um, and it supposedly follows three characters, but really kind of gets... Or there's four. Like it's five. supposed to be. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It follows too many damn characters, but <laughs> like, there's. It seems like they're setting up a core three, and then they add two more, and it's like, who do you want to talk about? And it gets confusing. But it reminded me of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a lot, personally. Yeah, that definitely. Is, that is some real praise, um, and that's why I, I wanted to see it too. I, yeah, I didn't. I don't think I liked it as much as that, but yeah, you know, not everybody. Can it's be, so uh, hard to say to because, say like, I like the first two-thirds and then the last third i get kind of bored with and the because first third was different. my favorite personally yeah so it wow. really so it is really truly, changes when it switches parts not really it just changes themes and what the movie's about like the movie's still about these people and their lives but it but their lives are different. doing different things i guess exactly kind of. yeah. yeah so you got uh margot robbie decides she's going to be famous because she has the it star power you mm-hmm. know and then you got uh, I only, the actor's name is Diego. I don't remember what the character's name is. I think. Ah, uh, yeah, I could. Is it? You. I don't know. Uh, Man, wait, Manny. Manny. Yep. Manny is the character's name. He is a um, assistant to one of these guys throwing these gigantic mega yeah. parties. He's like, yeah, he's like 
help he works for like a director or somebody yeah. who's who throws parties then he's like i will i've always wanted to be into i want to be in the movies i'm doing this because i love the movies it's like i've never been to a movie set before and then it kind of follows him as he gets to start doing that. yeah so margot robbie just like gets shoehorned in oh and then there's brad pitt who is um brad pitt. Oh. famous i didn't even know he was in this movie, movie when star, i went and saw it, it but uh, yeah <laughs> i know right and it's like he's like kind of the third lead Oh, and he's so good. He's so funny. There's still that scene that I don't quite understand what he was doing, where he's either drinking while they're waiting for um, Manny to go get another camera because the director broke 20 cameras trying to shoot one scene. And he's like, I should have bought 21 cameras. <laughs> it's so funny. They're shooting this giant mega war scene. That whole, that whole sequence. It's hysterical. It's, this movie is super, super hectic, which I really like about it. They do. It's like very kinetic and fast paced and crazy manic, especially the first act. Yeah, all all that stuff. Fucking wild. Like going into how they used to film movie, you know, fictitiously how they used to film movies in the silent era. The yeah. fact that they had like seven different movies filming in this one like desert <laughs> and they're breaking so cameras and everyone is shouting and running around and it's all so crazy yeah my two favorite lines from that scene was that one where he's like i should have bought fucking he buys like 12 and he, sh- he says i should have bought 13 cameras yeah. and someone has to go into town to get another camera the other one is they're shooting this crazy manic war scene where everyone's running around and things are exploding and the guy filming it is just running around holding a handheld camera. So there's like a guy with lights falling around and like, there's like actually a war happening basically. (laughs) And they find someone who has been impaled by a flag in the field. And they're like, Oh boy. I mean, he was an alcoholic, so <laughs> this could have happened. Like a anyhow. guy actually gets stabbed and is dying, and they're like, "Keep rolling!" <laughs> and they just make so many excuses as to why it's not their fault that yeah. this happened. They're like, "He was bound. You know, this was dangerous. This yeah. could have happened to anyone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I we think should have gotten him help." But... How this movie resolves is not as exciting or as interesting as how it gets there. No, but, it's insane. Um, there's a really great casting a bit of casting towards the end of this movie that it's a jump, uh, what do you uh, what do you call that like a stunt cast i guess yeah someone that or a cameo yeah they'll cameo they cast. like pan over to this guy as it's as if it's a reveal where you're like he's in this movie yeah so uh, that part was interesting but that's the part i kind of don't the, like where it when starts i look falling back off and, yeah. yeah i i was like wow holy shit and then i kind of was like oh because the movie's so chaotic and fun and comedic and then it, the third act is like, and time for the downfall. We're not enough fun. We're now we're having downfall time. <laughs> yeah, now everybody's got to have their comeuppance or yeah. their, and it's you like know. tragic and smarmy and, and you know, kind of but too this sympathetic really stuck for these with you people. Though, huh? Yeah, it was just really, really fun and funny. Like, Good theater experience, too. I mean, really we were kind of the only the ones there. But there was a, like one group with us when we went to yeah, Oh, so but. when we saw this in the theater, uh, also at the United and Western League, it was yep. a plug. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems like the new place to be. It's like it's I, nice. half the movies yeah. I saw this year were there. Check it out. I mean, like we're down a theater. Mm. Yeah. So. And also, Cam lives close now. Now I'm mm-hmm. walking distance, baby. So, so that's gonna be great. Um, yeah. Nobody lives. I mean, I guess you live closer to Waterford, but yeah, but nobody I don't wants to go, go there. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we always will either go to Mystic or I guess United now. But the United doesn't have the comfy seats, and boy, was I squirming in that third yeah. act. I was getting bored and oh, uncomfortable. God, Avatar in that place, Fuck, like, dude. was not a <laughs> with fan. the kids running around. Normally, I don't care about not having comfy seats, but if 
if I'm not three hours is too long to sit in those damn chairs. It's yeah. just too long. I mean, especially if you're not enjoying the movie, but yeah, you seem to be enjoying true. that. One, so. Yeah, but well, I, by the third act, I wasn't. Maybe it's because my chair was uncomfortable. <laughs> Any, anything else on Babylon? Uh, yes, um, the silent movie. So there's they're originally shooting silent movies, and then they go into shooting a talkie. Yeah, and, it's about the transition, kind of. And oh, Margot Robbie so is such just so like Sunset Boulevard on screen and like but so good at it. And then when she has to yeah, talk, they her, her it's singing in the rain. Yeah, they do singing in the, the yeah. bit from singing in the rain. They are gonna have somebody else dub her over. Yes. She has that Harley Quinn accent, and yeah. she won't hit her mark. And the sound guy is dying in the booth because he has to be in this like no hot circulation booth. Yeah. hot booth. And the guy keeps screaming at him to get back in the, there. The assistant it, director is like. <laughs> like blowing a gasket yeah, like a like, looney tune style meltdown and being like like very casually anti-semitic too he's oh like not shouting, so casually like, oh, yeah, it's I really know. bad at one point like which i don't know some why awful they put shit. that in there and like the door keeps opening and that makes them have to retake it and but then the door opens and it's like the big head of the studio so he turns around and be like whoever opened that door i'll fucking eat your leg or whatever he says <laughs> and it's this big boss anyway it was really fun brad pitt's character is really funny in it um great casting great uh music it's a big old movie filled with big old movie stars it's fun to see but that it was great big <laughs> cocaine party in yeah. the beginning too so, all right i'm putting yep yeah, I, I did you no, guys have ones to talk about or are you you done? i have one more i have i, I have three minutes on the clock per I'm take right now x I'm was done. good all right. That's okay. all I have to say. Okay. X was good as better than Babylon. Suck right. my dick. I mean, no, not Babylon. Barbarian. Suck my dick. Three. Yep. I, barbarian, I have three I minutes like on the clock for, for me to <laughs> yeah. talk about my last one. Yes. Um, this is... I... And the award for best scam of a production company goes to 3,000 years of longing. This might be farther down, but I kind of just wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw 3,000 years of longing this year. Oh, uh, that George was, Miller's new no, that, year. That, this came out that year. Man, that was yeah. really good. It was pretty I, good. I, there were so many good movies last year. They I, were all too long. I didn't see any of these because they were too fucking long. I didn't know every movie this year was three so hours. Th- this is George Miller's new movie. After he did Fury Road, yeah, he this took is a giant like, what, trick. Six years people. off. Yeah, <laughs> it took three thousand. He years stole long. money from the studio to make this movie that people didn't watch <laughs> and is not marketable, but it was quite nice. I'm so happy that he this made is it. a um a. This a woman is like a she's like a literary professor. Mm-hmm. Tilda um, Swinton in she, this yeah, movie. Tilda Swinton. She's um, like a she studies stories. Like it's it's kind of meta in that way where she knows the structure of stories. That's her whole like field of study. And at the beginning, she gives a whole lecture about like how stories are constructed. Um, and she's in um, uh, somewhere uh, like Turkey or something. Yes, she's, and she's in Istanbul. She's in Istanbul, and she finds a lamp, and uh, she's like, oh, this is quite nice. And, of course, she summons a genie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Isn't that uh, Idris Elba? Yep. Yeah. Nice. And he, um, almost half the movie takes place in her hotel room when he when she first opens the, the bottle and starts, she just starts talking to the genie. And the genie is like, what do you want? And she's like, I don't know. I'm pretty content. I don't need anything. Hmm. And then um, the genie's like, you, your life is not that good. You, you, need, you, 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 you probably you, you do want something. something. <laughs> um, and then she kind of coaxes him into talking about his life. He's like, uh, uh, she's like, well, what have other people wished for in the past? Uh, and so he kind of goes through his whole story as a genie. And 
it takes place within like nested flashbacks of him talking about all the people who have had his lamp in the past. See, that sounds so good to me. And I remember not seeing it because I was like too long. And then every movie that came out this year is fucking three hours. So, so I just gone and seen it. This movie this, was not that long. You're going to have to really? grow an attention span, Cam. <laughs> Dude, they're going to be four hours. hours this, this was year. not a three hour Fuck. movie. I don't even know if this was a two hour How movie. How long was Next it? Next year, it's going to be five hours. I'm going to look it up. You can look it up. I, it definitely. I. Unfortunately, I think the last act was not as interesting no, as going through no. all of this. Because like the it's really interesting when he goes through the stories. Oh yeah, it's only life. an hour forty eight. And how he seen get, it. How he gets there. <laughs> Oops. It's, like, it's how very he has, how he has come to be in that hotel room right now is really great. It's the but best part of the movie. When they they leave, the movie runs out of steam almost immediately. Yeah. Wait, when they start telling the stories? No, the after, they're done, yeah, after they're done telling stories. telling the stories. As I said in my little review. This once upon a time kind of shit is pretty good. Yeah, they, it's, they it's very like, Arabian Nights. It's very like uh, where you know intentionally so. It's yeah, great. and it's it it really rules. All the flashback stuff is great. All of the narration, the fact that fully half the movie is them just in in a in bathrobes in a hotel room, and that's compelling because you know they're bringing you through all these stories. The second half is is pretty disappointing when they have to try and resolve any of this. There's like a dumb thing where it's like. She needs to make a wish or he'll disappear forever. And mm-hmm. it's like, she kind of makes a wish, but yeah. it's like, oh, She whatever. does the genie I wish for you to be free thing. And he's like, I hate that. But I... That's funny. Unfortunately, like, despite having some issues with this, like, some of the most caught up I was in at the beginning of a movie in a while. I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Um, Seb. Yeah, last one. Last one. Um, Unfortunately, you may have to be quick. We've gone pretty We've long gone here. quite long. We need a break. Okay, well, um, you so saved the turning, best for last, yeah, tur- turning red. Um, <laughs> oh no! Well, wait, so, do you want to bring that up next segment, or are we? Can, that's well, not, that wasn't oh, a, a, like best picture film. Yeah, that's true. Um, and the donty for most adorable blood curse goes to turning red. So turning red, there's a middle school girl who um, her parents run like a temple in toronto she's chinese um and her family basically has a blood curse where they end up turning into a red panda when they feel um, and it's a yeah it's or the a, women do it's a metaphor um, for adolescence it's yes. a metaphor for adolescence <laughs> they they make it distinct from Very actually having subtle, a period yeah. but it is yeah. uh because at first the mom thinks she's having a period yeah. and she's like do you have the the big red pea and she's like i uh maybe <laughs> <laughs> um a lot of like parents complain about this. Like, I have to teach my kid about yeah, periods now. Thanks. Like, if you have like a female, ch- like a an AFAB child, you are going to fucking have to. You do, yes, like, you do have to do that. Yeah, like if, <laughs> if your I child didn't. just wakes up one day and is fucking bleeding out of their vagina, like what? What do you? Probably should like, warn them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so she didn't uh, warn um, May about this. But anyway, so so she she ends up turning into a panda because um, she's pissed off at her mom because her mom is overbearing and embarrasses her. And it's, I got so much secondhand embarrassment. Like at first in this movie, I got so much secondhand embarrassment. That was all over that- the trailers for this, I remember. Yeah. I know the scene where she goes to reason. the school. There was so much goddamn secondhand embarrassment. Like her going up to people when she didn't need to. Like, like yep. mom was awful. And she reminded me way too much of my own mom from when I was a kid because <laughs> yep. my mom was on the fucking um, PTO in my oh, elementary fuck. school because um, me and my friend like we used to have outdoor recess um, and then me and my friend were like yeah we, we were like out there and there was like a dump truck and we were like walking through and there was a dump truck behind us and my mom was like 
that's dangerous. We can't have children now that like the dump truck was going so fucking slow. The, the dumpsters were right there. And me, me and, and Taylor were like pretending to run away from it. Like we were in danger, but we like, um, no so more recess. It, no more outdoor recess. My For mom real? got on the fucking PTO and we would line up sucks. in the gym to go to class. Mm. That, that was my sucks, mom's fucking man. Fault. Yeah. So this movie oh. reminded you of that? God. <laughs> I can it was, see it. It was bad. So for a while, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this because it is too much. Too like, real. Fucking real yep. life. Um, and then uh, it it got better. Like there was like the boy bands. And so May's like yep. three years removed from me, I think. Three or four years. Like, so I'm, I was like right around like oh, elementary wait. school. Oh, with, so this is set in, yeah, this in is the set past? Yeah, set in the early 2000s. No phone. Like yeah. 2002. Too hard. No, yeah. no. They, they, <laughs> Just they had, You're right. They, you? You're they right. had flip phones. They had yeah. flip phones. Yeah. They were texting. The only one who's the not they had Tamagotchi. To do phone. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, <laughs> it, it was fun. So she wants to go to the concert, but she's a panda. Um, then she starts using the panda. Like, she becomes herself over the course of the movie and ends up making her mom turn into the big giant panda Godzilla. Yeah. They keep uh, throughout the movie. They keep saying that because at first you don't know that this is a family thing. You think it's just her becoming a panda because Disney movie, but then they kind of figure, they kind of go into that like, Oh, all the women in this family turned into pandas. It's an, Mm -hmm. it's a thing with their adolescence. And you keep hearing from, I think when the grandmother and the aunts show up that, Oh, your mom was the worst. Yeah, uh, the grandmother you, has a scar over her eye. Yeah, and you don't re- you don't really see that until the last act where her mom turns into a panda and she's like Godzilla size. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that the um, the dad was like, yeah, she was big. Oh, um, and, I, yeah, and, the dad. And is then a funny the daughter one. like later May, May's like she's huge, and he's like, I said I said she was big, but she he she's like stomping on the concert like yeah, in the stadium. The, yeah, the mom basically. is pissed. Yeah, she she's to the concert. pissed off. She's like, you went to the fucking concert, mm. you didn't put away your panda. She's supposed to seal away her panda, um, but she decided not to see, seal away her panda. But you know, in the end, it it goes into a uh, uh, my mom was rough on me as a child, so I'm rough on you. Yeah, um, you got to accept that part of you. Yeah, but then they. Yeah, they they go into like I'll accept you and you can be your own self as you grow up and, and stuff yeah. like that. And it's all I, it's very. Sweet. I bawled harder mm. than I have since <laughs> Buffy's mom died. <laughs> Spoilers <laughs> is, for Buffy. The yeah, uh, it, embarrassing to to say how much I bawled at that episode. No, of Buffy. this this you really. Watch Buffy? No, I've watched no. some of it. Okay, well, not, not this movie really resonates. It's, it's like yeah. I'm not even someone who has that had that experience really, but I was like. I watched this movie very early last year when I was stuck in London having COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, this they just put this up or whatever on Disney yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they just kind of, they're like, it's, wow, it's a big event. It's on stream. Like, <laughs> a lot it of people did watch it. Like, it, it did get a lot of traction because, I mean, I think parents are more likely to put something on. Like, they're more likely to put on a streaming movie for their kids then bring the, the kids to the movie theater because kids are obnoxious in the movie theater. Like, they would rather <laughs> yeah, have yeah. the young child screaming and running around at home than screaming and running around in the movie theater. But like, uh, this really resonated. I think you can connect with this no oh yeah, matter like, who you are. <laughs> th- this uh, Strange World I connected with, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which we'll talk about later, I connected with. Um, I, when, when you Brave guys hear came which out, movie I connected with Brave. Like, anything kid, like that. It's going to be really embarrassing. We're going to get to that later on. Wait, what'd you Top say? Gun. <laughs> I movie. said when we get to in the second segment which one of these movies reminded me of stuff I did as a kid, it's going to be real embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I really like. Turning Red was great. Yeah, I'm great glad you watched it. it. Seemed yeah. good. It should right. be a big tentpole for them. I hope um, they when we come back after this break, we're going to get into what we talk the, about movies the from 2022. Oh, yeah. best the, pictures the hacks. Yeah, we already gave our picks, but we're gonna we'll get we'll talk about the quick. Oh, Very yeah. quick honorable uh-huh. mention, um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I'm gonna watch um, that. I, I, I think that's. Fun. It was. Don't watch the charming. Yeah, <laughs> be careful. But it was fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> but it was charming. I, I did respect the artistry that went into. My the honorable the mention: Shin Ultraman, oh, yeah. which was a wonderful time in theaters. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that. I was I don't give a shit about Ultraman normally, but I watched a couple of episodes of the '66 series, and then all of those episodes happened when I went to see the movie. <laughs> it was a very great experience. The menu was good. Yes. When we come back, movies. That's movies. right. More movie. Avatar. Where that came from? Do you know? Not to. What is not That's fine. Okay. All right. So if you have one that you particularly liked and want to talk about, call it. Okay. Hello and welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It, the second annual Donty Awards Oscar and the nominees for Best Picture from some other fucking stupid ass award show that doesn't know what they're talking about. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishin, Elvis, Inisherin, Elvis, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablements, Tar, Top Gun, Triangle of Sadness, and one that we did not <laughs> watch. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking, talking no damn one, bad no allies. I know, I know. No, I think that's Oof. funny. I, I've heard that that movie sucks, but uh, <laughs> have you heard about women? Not me. I, 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 me. I have heard that it was sexist. it was good actually. Oh. From one person, I've heard it's good. I had the sweatiest joke What is your opinion of this person's it. opinions? Uh, I think that they probably know what they're talking about. What do they think about? Should have watched it. <laughs> do they like? What women did the women say about me when they were talking? Were the women talking about us when they were talking about us? Anyway, we are going to take this in a uh, knockout style format. We may change mid-speech if it's it a draft. Up going Much too like long. the first segment, yes. um, we don't know what we're doing here. We're yes. just going to go for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Check um, out movies this year. So last year, uh, 
at the risk of Seb being sleepy. Seb, what did you think of everything, everywhere, sleepy. all I've at once? You're, you're blankied up right now. I am blankied up because it was fucking cold. It's it was like fucking mode. 50 degrees out there. Mm-hmm. Um, out there being Alex's living room. <laughs> Not outside. <laughs> That's true. Outside is like 25 degrees. <laughs> Um, That's funny, but talking about it like it's the wilderness. <laughs> out there, it's not safe to live out there. Um, so everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I like I, I watched this today, like right under the wire, because everyone, like I was doing, um, I was just like, oh, I'm just supposed to watch uh, nominations, like any nominations. Yes, yeah. and uh, and that would have been fine. We only, I only asked, but the prompt about was this. best picture nominations. I thought I it was didn't. movies from 2022, so I almost did. I was almost way I off. It was just nom- any nominations, but anyway, so. Um, uh, these guys were like, oh, you should watch a, a live action one because every single other thing except for Morbius was <laughs> It would have been funny if Morbius was your one, though. <laughs> Go check out our Morbius year. episode. Um, and the award Avatar, for giving all of us animated. the Morbs. Yeah. Morbius. The Morbius, Morbius the is the best movie of 2022, you guys. Morbius is the best Morbius-related movie of 2022. It sure is I the do, movie I of think we should, for every one of these movies, we should say better or worse than Morbius. All right, yeah, <laughs> let's, do it. let's go through it. Um, Avatar, worse than Morbius. All right. (laughs) Seb, what do you think of Everything Everywhere All at Once? So Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, Everybody said I should watch a live action. You guys suggested Tar or Triangle of Sadness, but my brother has been talking about Everything Everywhere Mm. All at Once since it came out. I forgot Um, about Everything Everywhere. It's because this movie is cringe and Reddit, and he thinks that that's you. (laughs) Oh, damn. I was about to say, I forgot that Everything Everywhere was was nominated. That's what would have been my pick for Seb as well. This is the, like, cult hit slow roll, though. I think, like, when... So... Uh, Nick, pitched, I like I like this movie by the way. No, it's good. Yeah, really, it's really no, good. Um, well, Nick pitched this for. But it is cringe and red. When we, <laughs> just, no, it's not. It's, it's good. Sorry, sorry. We we saw this in a pretty Jesus. limited theater run. Yes. And, uh, when Nick had suggested it earlier last it was year, I had not. Yeah, was it? I hadn't no, heard it, it at all. Everywhere. Yeah. I think. Oh. No, I think it this was, was every, before it got a full run. It was yeah, oh, it was April. for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was cool. pretty early, early in the year. Yeah, that's um, I almost but, went with you guys to do this, like, and then I flaked out. Yeah, when Nick suggested uh, this, it. I had not heard about this movie at oh. all, and then it was interesting to see it kind of slow roll throughout yeah. the end of last year, and uh, suddenly everyone was into this. Yeah, and uh, it was cool to see that mm-hmm. kind of go. But, but yeah, um, go ahead, anytime Seth. my brother suggests something to me, I, I know I will probably like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided, not oh, I'll, I'll go with that. Huh? <laughs> not, not you? Not the no, same with my brother. brother. Yeah, I don't know. No, me, me and my brother are almost the same person. I can't believe you didn't uh, like that French pervert movie. I, <laughs> I didn't understand it. They were in French. Um, so, quick summary. Okay. Quick summary. Good uh, luck. Good, good fucking luck. <laughs> uh, there is a Chinese immigrant woman Michelle, yeah. and her family. Uh, her name is Evelyn in the movie. Evelyn... Yep. Wong, um, and she and her family run a laundromat. She has a strained relationship with everybody because she is constantly stressed and not paying attention to them because she needs to run the laundromat and take care of her aging father. Um, She ends up in a weird situation where there's like a multiverse thing going yeah. on and they have to pay their taxes is how yes. this movie starts yeah, yeah. they're, they're, they're <laughs> being audited I forgot that that was even important. and she has a yeah. gay daughter yeah, yeah her, her daughter is gay that's that's one of the main sticking points of her relationship with her with her daughter joy mm-hmm. um so uh they're being audited uh she gets pulled into a weird thing going on in the multiverse where her her other like 
her husband from the, another yeah the other version of her husband comes, comes in. in and is like we need your help to defeat the evil um <laughs> jabu topeki or yep. I, I think that's what they Tobu-tutaki. called her Taki. i think I, <laughs> something, something like that, like that. Uh, she also keeps getting the name wrong throughout the movie yeah mm-hmm. that's um, a bit she, she yeah. was like uh jabu jabu chewbacca or something <laughs> like that at one point um it's really funny um so she gets roped into this they're like you're the only one who can defeat her um, and it ends up being her daughter because her daughter in the alpha verse, like the first universe that discovered all the other universes. Um, so, so Evelyn was like a genius, discovered all the other universes and how to jump into mm-hmm. each of them, pushed her daughter too far, too far. The daughter's brain broke and she became like this multi-dimensional, like all powerful. Yeah. She's being. like a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. She's yeah. like a multiversal. She's, well, she's Entity. like mastered it and is bored of it or whatever. Yeah. What is she that? thinks nothing yeah. matters. Yeah, there's, there's a real a bit early on in the movie where a bunch of guys with guns are trying to attack her and she turns them into confetti in a yeah. really violent Good way. Bit. It's yeah. very, very oh, yeah. fun. But yeah, she's like the like uh, apathy queen in yeah. this movie. Yeah, she's, she's like, like nothing if, matters if there's all these every multiverses, universe. Yeah. yeah, then none she's of like this matters. like the anti-spiral matters. if you're a weeb. <laughs> the anti-spiral. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it? that little purple dragon. Um, but I really like the message that comes out of yeah, this. Yeah, it, it comes out even if yeah, nothing so in the grand scheme of things matters. Uh, love does matter. What you experience, yeah, matters. it almost matters even more. You could mm-hmm. say, yeah, it's the connections we make that yeah, really the matter. Connections we make, mm-hmm. even if in the grand scheme yeah, of things, I don't know. the the universe is gonna. I'm I'm such that. an absolute uh, sap for that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, mean, I love it. Oh, one yeah. of the reasons I really so... connect with Disco Elysium a lot too is that yeah. it, it kind of wrestles with that too. It's like, well. Well, you know, we're all going to die. Everything's yeah, meaningless. Yeah, we can still but find like, yeah, joy no. in that. And, I, and, yeah. You know, the daughter's name. Even though I'm a piece great. of shit, I can change. It's like, yeah. oh, cool. All right. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, And, you know, they go into that, especially in this movie. And it's it's action-packed. It's uh, funny. It's like a kung fu movie. It's, it's a kung Jamie fu. Lee Curtis should be doing wrestling moves in every movie. She, yeah. like, she doesn't do them in Halloween Kill on Halloween Ends. Oh, yeah. But, which also came out last year. And that shit is not Wait, that was top her? Three. Yeah. yeah. The She's auditor in... was her? Yeah, yeah, the auditor was Jamie Lee Curtis. I didn't notice until the credits either. It's so funny to cast her as like a, a schlubby tax lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then have her do wrestling moves. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, they have her in like another universe with Evelyn, our main character. The universe is like everybody has hot dogs oh, for that's fingers, right. but yeah. it's like a romance. Yeah, they love each other. Them. This movie is it's not so beating weird. the cringe Reddit allegations, but it is quite good. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like um, if there is a even a statistical improbability of something happening, it happens. Like it's one of those like any universe can exist. Yeah. Like, they're rocks in one universe. Yeah, like the universe that. where she's a hibachi chef is is a, a favorite of mine. Oh, yeah, when they Rakakuni. go back to that one. Can we talk about Rakakuni? <laughs> right, yeah. so, uh, not to not to repeat a tweet, it's but a spoiler, an, an all-timer tweet that I saw last year was um, that they saw someone on a plane watch Ratatouille and then this movie uh-huh. as the most un- <laughs> like, as the most unintentional double feature ever. Right, it's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that's if you've seen this that's movie, great. if you know, you know that yeah. is his. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very funny. But yeah, it's it's heartfelt, it's funny, and it's action packed, and I absolutely fucking love this movie. Yeah, I, it, I'm really happy to hear that. Great. Yeah, the, the type of humor in this movie was like, I don't want to say lol random. It's it's not. It's better it's, than that. Right. No, you're right, you're right. Don't get defensive movie. about that. No, I yeah, think it's don't better don't than worry that. About it. I mean, the whole like world ending thing in, is is in everything bagel and when she says well, everything, it's like I literally put this is a Hope's catamaran dreams. bagel. And it's good that it's not. 
Wait, is it a bagel actually? It's a, it's a bagel. Oh, okay. It's a bagel. I was about to say it's good. That's not a bagel. I was I was watching with subtitles, and when um, Deirdre is running around and she's like possessed, which is Jamie Lee mm-hmm. Curtis's character, um, it calls her bagel Deirdre um, <laughs> b- because she's possessed by by the bagel. That's funny. Yeah, uh, this movie is like su- was surprisingly action packed. I didn't expect like cool kung fu movies. Yeah, it's in a that. very well, martial it, arts it's focused like the, movie. The three of the main characters are like from China or something yeah. or Hong Kong. Kihu Kwan uh, is a we gotta talk about it. Short round. Yeah, short I round. absolutely love his, his return to acting or at least returning to movies that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, oh, and <laughs> his one of the is... That is my thoughts exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Triumphant return to movies I clocked I'd it seen. while I was watching, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Because I mean, him as a kid is—I you know, mean, he's so, yeah. obviously so different. But I was able to like kind of notice the voice. I'm I like, can't it's believe you really... able to do that. I can't recognize actors anyway. So I just saw him doing a press run. It's an amazing, amazing performance. He, he, he like. They're also good. Him as the so future, they, they, or the alternate they flip universe between version. Between different and... types of characters, yeah. constantly. And it's he, like we were talking about in um, was it Collateral? Yeah, uh, where uh, Jamie, Jamie Fox, Fox just yeah. like switch, oh, has a yeah. switch. Yep. like those kind of actors are, are great. Like I love his incredible. work with yeah. the fanny pack, using it as like nunchucks. Yeah, cool. that's my favorite scene in that and whole movie. And then putting movie. rocks in it. It's yeah. such a it's, it's so a perfect cool. like you know allegory of just I don't know if allegory is the right word, but like he's you know the thing that makes him dorky in this universe is actually mm-hmm. very cool for him in the other universe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it nice. ruled. This movie it's, is is it's a, a top five for me yeah. this year. It I'm was really so glad fun. I picked so this good. one. Um, I don't like the other ones. Tar, I read up. The thing what was she's she's like uh, trying to pursue her career. I'll talk about that. We might talk about it. We're we're gonna get into tar. Triangle sadness. Don't yada yada tar. Thank you very much. She would be very upset about it. She would. She'd be pissed. Um, Yeah, I'm glad you picked this one too, uh, Seb. I think this is this is the most to your interests of any of the. Yeah, and it was another one of those things where it's like. The kid has a strained relationship with the, the parent. Well, not yeah. even because of that. I think it's also just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I oh, think that, that you like movies like, everything like that. Like, I, I liked about it. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it was another one of those things where it, like, hit me in the And gut. unique, too. Like, when, oh, yeah. when, when this was coming out, I was like, oh, no, it's the fucking it's, multiverse. Well, yeah, another happening. multiverse it, movie. Cause Cam said this movie was cringe and read it. I said it's going to run that cringe idea Reddit. into the ground already. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> fucking so And now we're building up to this big Avengers thing of multiverse. It's like, bro, I'm tired like, of it already. It totally yeah. does it in a completely yeah, different way. It's fresh, it, it approaches it's new. it completely And it's so cool to see it in live action. And mm-hmm. I'm glad we're not getting a thousand multiverse live action movies, but mm-hmm. we probably are. In the I wonder if people are going to take the wrong, wrong lesson from that movie's success and think that a multiverse is what makes it cool instead mm-hmm. of like fun action or a relaxed tone or being able to use mixed media in your movie. Like having stop motion and having it's an you know, absolute, I can't, a big raccoon puppet and <laughs> having... Our heartfelt message, or playing fast and loose with, or everything. getting, or getting yeah. Michelle Yeoh to kick someone in the balls in the movie, like Sorry, that. That's yeah. also a yeah. thing that would. Or, or a guy, guy who, like, like she's front flips on the dildo. Is that right? yeah. No, disdain for the IRS is what I was actually. Yeah. I, I love I that the <laughs> yeah the awards for the like IRS like um, just big butt employee of the month. Yeah, it's a giant. You butt can plug. buy that on the A twenty four website. That's it's great. Just to have on your desk. That was giant butt plug. That was a plot point that I really appreciated in the in the movie was that. Like the technology for traversing the multiverse was that you'd have you have to do something so improbable that you so you could pinpoint Mm -hmm. where you are in the multiverse. My favorite one of those they do in the movie is when Kihu Kwan reaches into his fanny pack, takes out the chapstick, and eats it. (laughs) (laughs) It just stays on that. Yeah, yeah, it's so uncomfortable. They really have you watch him eat it, and it's it's security's like you, you, sir. 
stop. There are a lot of scenes like that Mm -hmm. where they have uh, the characters switching universes, but that one is the one that stuck with me. If you were being uncharitable, you could say it's lol random humor, but it it works in a a way that I didn't They they do it in a way that life and the universe is so stupid stupid and mm-hmm. so hilarious like such why weird not shit this, this movie yeah, why is cringe not no life is cringe yeah. oh. um, <laughs> if this movie's cringe I'm cringe <laughs> it's a little bit Evelyn but, but the way the way Joy um, and then eventually Evelyn ended up using the universe like they like she would take a belt and it would turn into a whip yeah. shit like that um, somebody like and it was like based in it's all an extreme statistical improbability but atoms can literally just <laughs> reform themselves in this way mm-hmm. um a buddy of mine in um in in the apprenticeship my buddy eric yeah my my, my, my buddy eric. You know? um so it turned into a whip <laughs> i was eating lunch with him one time and he was like okay well i forgot what we're talking about but he he said there's a it's statistically almost impossible but there's a non-zero chance if you put your hand on this table it would just go through it could happen because in You're one, just atoms in, in one and the universe, table's just atoms. We'll go through. Yeah, and, and it's just, you know, there is space between the atoms in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's like that. Like, it reminded me of that. So they really played fast and loose with the, with the science of that. But anyway. It was fun. Great movie. Good movie. So that put me in a good, pleasant, happy mood. Well, let's bring it down. Yeah, What's all quiet on the Western yeah. Front, Alex? Oh, man. I, I'm being assigned to this one. Right. You None of us That's have seen it. We should one. talk about what you want to talk about. Oh, yeah, about, yeah, and then yeah. We'll skim, we'll yada yada, yada Alex, the rest me, of we'll Give well, me I'm, a I'm movie. Gonna go, I'll go quick through this just because I'm the only one who's seen it. All, right. um, all Quiet on the Western Front is an uh, adaptation of a book that everyone heard about in school, but no one read. Mm-hmm. Um, it has already been made into a movie once. Yes. Uh, and this is a uh, German-produced film... Um, and I, I have not read the book, so I'm going to say all this like it's new because it's just came out in a movie this I don't last think, year. I, can I bet that none of our listeners have read the book? Mm-hmm. All right, good, <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, so this is about you. the German perspective in World War One, which is kind of interesting because you don't a lot of the history you hear about is from the from our side. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it is like a war movie. It goes through uh, our young main character gets caught up in the propaganda of. Uh, join the war, become a hero, uh, and then obviously has to come face to face with the fact that that's really bad and war sucks. I forgot to mention one of the things I did like about Pinocchio was that it came from an angle of, like, it switched Pinocchio to being in fascist Italy during World War II. That that was was when the book was. That's a new take, yeah. That's not. Yeah. No, oh, no, no. Okay, not in fascist Italy. It was in regular Italy. Uh, it depends who you're talking to. Uh, uh, I don't know. In the, it, Italy was only not fascist for like two years. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it was in uh, set in fascist Italy during World War II. And, and that was a really interesting angle to me. I heard they, they started making the movie then. It just came out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, they that really got a long uh, time Mus- to Mussolini to play himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so I, I, just, I forgot to mention so, that earlier. So, like, I mentioned before we got on record that I've kind of come around in war movies a little bit having gone through Stanley Kubrick's filmography and getting to see both Full Metal Jacket again and um, his movie Paths of Glory for the first time um, I lo- really liked his takes um, on war movies and I like c- kind of coming back around to that idea because the war movie is such a singular thing in American cinema it's like uh, it was interesting to see this from the like from the German perspective as a German film about the German side of the war. Yeah, they care about what the Kaiser has to say. That's <laughs> fucked up. Whoa. 
Um, <laughs> but also, Marvel? like, the fact that it was the losing side was important mm-hmm. to this movie, and that was interesting. Like, um, one towards the end of the movie, one of the generals is like, um, they basically already signed the armistice, and like, this wasn't even really the end of the war, but they're like, the ceasefire is at 11, uh, 11 o'clock a.m. That's six hours from now. This guy's like, do we want to... 11, 11. Yeah, he's like, do we want to end this war as losers or do we want to end this war gloriously uh he basically makes a speech to a bunch of new recruits uh we're gonna attack them before 11 o'clock uh yeah he's basically throwing away all of their lives it's like we're going to go out glorious in this war we're not going to go out as as losers we'll all die is the general lumping himself in with no that? of course yeah. he's standing so he's on like, a balcony speaking to all these people who are have already been through years of war yeah. <laughs> i can see the end of it right just, there just a little bit more war and then we'll all go home <laughs> yeah it truly is like wars over in 15 minutes yeah and like insane. the end of this movie is really sad and of course but a, a lot of this movie is really sad but it's mm-hmm. it's tragic in the way that Oh man, five more minutes would have made a difference, but war is just that fucked up. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. I watched um, 1917, which was mm. another uh, World War One movie, obviously. Um, and it was like that, where it was just a guy, like, who his friend died in war and he was trying to get back and, you know, tell his brother or something like that. He was, he was just trying to get back home and it, it was just fucked up like he just kept running into shit yeah and there's still like a humanity to this that i really like there's a lot of you know like the war movie staple of like oh you've got a group of comrades and it's like oh you know these guys knew each other growing up and you get to watch this guy's all of this guy's friends die around him Mm -hmm. as he seems to be like the last one that is really alive in this um it's it was all super interesting uh i it was nice to see a war movie do like like with modern production values. A lot of the war movies that I have seen are a little bit older. Like I really like Paths of Glory as a World War One movie because it's like one of the most anti-war anti-war movies. Yeah. No, try nineteen seventeen. That one's recent. Yeah, one's but it was. Yeah, I, I think actually just out. talking about I that before that you got here. Good. Oh. It was cool to see like oh like oh wow cool battle even though the whole thesis of every war movie is how that's bad yeah (laughs) but it's like oh trenches cool we like that yeah (laughs) but no they're incredibly fucked Mm up um big Um, joel was just talking about another like german perspective one where was it the conference i forgot what this meeting is called but it was um because i'm not a big world war ii like nerd like the peace talks no D-Day. It's about when the Nazis um, decided on the final oh, solution. Yeah. Oh, I know this that movie. Came out um, like, Nuremberg? Because, yeah. No. Well, no. Not, not that was when they... That whatever. was after yeah. that. That was after <laughs> no, that. No, like, I, I cannot remember that. because I'm not a big oh. World War II nerd. Um, but yes, there was a whole... I, I watched that video too. It sounded too. I don't interesting to me because it was all just about that meeting and how everyone was just kind of like, can we just fucking say what we're trying to say instead of... <laughs> talking around it um but but yeah i was surprised how much i enjoyed this it was um a, it was a long movie it was about war but um it was well produced and it had some interesting things to say and in a sp- space in movies that is so overcrowded with uh, either ura or war is bad uh and it kind of threaded the needle a little bit mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> definitely yeah can All i right, talk nice. about tar yeah yes tar can we stuff. talk about tar Talking about, I want to talk about Rakakuni and I want to talk about Tar. My right, two yeah, favorite yeah. movies this year. Yeah, talk about Cam. Um, tell, who who's Tar? Tar 
is Lydia Tar with a real person? Tar with the accent. Um, I guess a real person. I still don't have an accent. Whoa, she does have a little accent. She has a German accent in the movie because she spent so much time there. Uh, Yeah, but she's a conductor, um, you know, very world-renowned, played or orchestrated several orchestras. I'm going to mess up all these. Well, there's an early scene that goes through all of her accolades in a very funny way. It's like an interview, and this guy's going through her credits. That's a real New York Post guy, and he does do, like, media events that are like that. Oh, wow. So I'm honestly really annoyed with the movie for making me sit through a real one of those for a fake yeah, person it, it, but is, it works a, so well it's yes. a bit that it is like five minutes of him listing credits mm. because like they're setting up that the one Lydia Tarr is the yeah. most accomplished uh, conductor ever or whatever yeah it's incredible to have orchestrated in all these different uh, places the, the yeah. problem with me wanting to talk about this movie and liking it so much is that I don't understand any of the details and the Alex and I are Word, also not wording, classical yeah. music heads classic, or music conductors. Music we or orchestra or whatever. Well, I think it's interesting because you're just watching. You're watching someone who is so incredibly full of themselves mm-hmm. because you can tell and everyone in the band can tell that they are just waving a baton around. Or right. They're moving their hands. I thought that that was important. But and that whole like it, first 30 minutes is about how important that is. Part so I didn't of, know if part the movie of the, was trying to say that that is important. To me, part of the movie is, yeah, is that it's like, it is the we'll place in the bit. orchestra where you can have the absolutely biggest ego yeah. because you are in charge of the band. You, they're doing all the work and you are moving your arms around. Yeah, that's right. Like she has this big speech about what uh, orchestrating is. And, and she like has that great line where she says, when my hand stops, time yeah. stops. And like, she calls people who like uh, play the music as written robots. Robots. She, yeah. yeah, she's like big into that. How you're not putting your spin on it as a conductor. You're you're playing it as it was written. Yeah. So um, I think that this movie just does a really good job of walking the line of are you supposed to like this person and slowly showing you, you know, letting you form your own opinion about are they accomplished? Are they actually good at what they do? How did they get here? You know, are they right in what they did? They do anything wrong? Yada yada yada. I mean, I think for most people, it's pretty frank. Like uh, this person's an asshole. They don't deserve any of this. Like, but she has like you know a Porsche and like a hundred houses and she you has know, an apartment. Throws people away. A, she has an apartment with stairs in it. Yeah. <laughs> apartment for sale. Sorry, I want to talk. About oh, that later. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Do you and, guys have a better understanding of how um, a conductor works? Because I don't understand she gives a That's giant is, speech right? t- yeah she gives a giant yeah. speech talking about okay, what but it is she it- gives the speech but do you understand no. because i don't okay yeah. I, I kind I of get really it more understood. after hearing her talking about she it, keeps about time it. and that helps you keep in time with okay, your band she also wrote I don't know. the yeah i don't she know performs something she writes her own like parts for everyone of she like does okay. her own arrangement she of the symphony orchestrated it yes okay so. And much like I, she I orchestrates her you, life. You, you cue people <laughs> in. Like if you have a certain section that needs to come in, you would like, also you like should know when that. they're coming yeah. in. You know it's I mean? like, just like in that Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. They all she, have the music in front of them, but you're ideally you're helping them get It seems there. like they're just the thing for the audience to watch. Like you're the front man. <laughs> she does actually have a, a really good line about how I'm not dissing when any you're, any uh no, conductors, no, yeah, conductors, conductors all fucking suck is the thesis of this movie. <laughs> if you're a conductor, get the fuck out of here. No, this but, movie is about how they're bad. She has a good line about how 
um, like when you're about to come in, sometimes what makes a big sound so, uh, you know, impactful is the beat of silence before it. And she is the beat of silence of like, mm-hmm. you know, nothing is happening mm-hmm. instead of just, it doesn't instead just happen. The, the rest it's of always the sheet music about to happen. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's interesting. And, but the whole like first 20, 25 minutes is like, wait, what's going on? Like, what is she talking about? I don't know. You see people shit talking her on, on their phones. Yeah. That's a big part of it. So this movie, I love, you know, I'm going to, of course I'm going to like this movie. It's about an obsessive person who, and their downfall and madness and uh, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And so. Try um, Sea Beast. Should I try Sea Beast? Yeah. The, um, I like the ocean too. Yeah. The the captain of the ship is really obsessed Ooh, with getting sort of like an, uh, 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 is, there, is there anybody else who's like that <laughs> a big animal He's got a we all fall out of our chairs Dick. getting up to talk but they about decide this. not to kill moby dick oh, whale Whoa. i've never heard of that doesn't he get moby dick at the end of moby dick do you should i check it out <laughs> anyway no, they simply uh, decide to be friends with moby dick so uh, this this follows tar and you get to see like Strength how she also. treats other people and like maybe how she manipulates other people to get to where she is and like what role her wife plays in this like she's the first chair violinist and that is like your your go-to and then to be like that whole thing is complicated is like oh my wife is the second most important person in the orchestra and Mm -hmm. then she goes through this whole thing of like having an assistant and maybe replacing them with this new there's, person that they really there's a lot like. of there's a lot of power dynamic stuff at play. I think oh, that's yeah, super time. important. The way she to the movie. treats this fucking assistant is uh, it's brutal. brutal. It's so brutal. It's it's, it's a lot awesome. about it's, it's a lot about how she uses her position to her advantage in ways that are bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like the whole um, class that she guest teaches, she just drags this student for not being interested in. Beethoven because he's a cis white male Mm -hmm. and then but she's like you know being a total asshole about it and like even if she's a student into leaving the class yeah it's just like the way she's doing it's just and she's like I'm a lesbian it's okay yeah (laughs) yeah and it's just like but but I mean you know like I heard I was listening to a podcast on the way over of like talking about this movie like it's a Rorschach test like throwing this at you and then being like well what did you think of that it's well like, I, I thought it was interesting that they had that scene so early because I kind too. of knew yeah. that this movie was about her getting canceled mm-hmm. um, but I was like are they doing this already mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like being an absolute piece of shit <laughs> instead there's many more reasons that she yeah. Yeah. Uh, they really feel they, they really don't hide every it. They let everything snowball so that by the time her downfall does finally come, you have seen every reason why it should <laughs> like, oh, you, you have yeah, the full sense. evidence board of, of yeah. her <laughs> wrongdoings. Like when they show her that video, it's so overly edited and mm-hmm. like kind of trying making her seem really bad, even though she was really yeah. bad. It didn't need to be edited, but it's much shorter. And then um, she's like, she's look, like, this is edited. That's not going to do anything. They're like, well, you're not being canceled for that. You're being canceled well, yeah, for that's the not, article attached to <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's not the only thing, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, all the other stuff you did, that's a problem. So I, I'm going to spoil a little bit because I think it makes the movie so, so much more interesting. Like mm-hmm. she's kind of, it's up to the, for you to figure out if, she, you know, how much uh, at fault she is for this. But someone she used to work, have work for her killed herself and kind of blames tar for this yeah and like tar ruined my life didn't you know basically yeah. blocked me out of the music world mm-hmm. yeah black had me blacklisted yeah. Me. Because yeah basically because 
I wouldn't, you know, perform sexual favors for her or because I had a relationship with her and then it didn't end well. Yeah. yeah. Like for because you can see throughout the course of the movie that she plays favorites with uh, you know, young female members of her orchestra and like gets into like grooms them into relationships and then like writes nice reviews for them for so that they can go to other orchestras yeah. and stuff. Basically like makes that. their careers. Yes. Yeah. So but you can so, so so for this for this girl to say like, you know, I'm not with her orchestra anymore and now, now my life is ruined. I can't work in yeah, this industry at all. Yeah. Do this Cause she's so renowned and mm-hmm. so powerful. And like, she gets that, the whole stuff with the, that old guy. I don't even remember what his role is, but the way she cycles him out and all mm-hmm. that. Um, but I, yeah, so all the plot I found really, really interesting. I think it was, you know, it's paced slow, but in a good way where the reveals kind of snowball and you're like, Oh my God, she did that. She's mm-hmm. doing that now. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> Oh my God, like can, how can she do this and think that still think that she's right the whole time. And then, you know, yeah, maybe she didn't do this. Of it, like, does she but... deserve this? It's and just so she it's... starts to like, she starts to have her own kind of little breakdowns. Yeah. Uh, she, she goes to her daughter's school and threatens the kid that kicked her in the shins. That was good, though. Yeah. So that this was like towards the beginning of the movie, and then uh, later on in the movie, she starts to like hear metronomes and hear screaming and hear like like she keeps hearing all she, these like, sounds. She like never gets someone, a good night's sleep in the whole movie, yeah, and, and someone, I thought that that was such an interesting touch. Yeah. And someone who like you know is so focused on every little sound, and like when they, the tiny little sound is off, it drives her crazy. Anytime. Yeah, it's like like being an air quotes music genius is ruining yeah. her life. Yep. It's like wow, she's too. And then it know. turns out she doesn't need any help to ruin her life. Yeah, there's a good read of like is she's so smart that it's destroying her if you want to take it that way. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's such a genius that she's tortured. Yeah, she could be that but, smart, but also has made a yeah, lot of such an idiot and yeah. asshole and ruined your life. It doesn't and like oh the the whole question of like. You know the art and the artist and like is can you be talented enough to justify this and still have a place in history and, and all she's that she's talking to her mentor about this stuff yeah it's like well back in my day there was the there was the conductor and um uh he had to go to trial because he worked with the nazis <laughs> but everyone worked with oh, the nazis it, at the time. his music was so good yeah and she tells that story in the very beginning of the movie about how they used to keep time by stabbing the stick at the ground and she yeah. says that the guy died by stabbing himself in the own foot like yeah. what a stupidly perfect on the nose metaphor of like you could be the best in the world you'll still fucking kill yourself by being an idiot mm-hmm. and, but anyway there's um, just so many layers up, to this movie I, I truly just, it was like the last thing i watched and i, I can't this stop thinking is, about it it's so good this movie is a very very long setup for what to me was one of the best punchlines of the year yeah i we're, disagree we're, with that i i don't can, the movie is so much more than that. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, it is more than that. That's but right. Nick and I watched up, this together, and yeah, yeah. we were losing our minds at the very last scene. Which, if you have not watched this movie, um, spoilers. I yeah, guess. we got to talk about the spoilers. <laughs> yeah, well, so, wait, real quick before we. Oh yeah, if you didn't skip ahead, wrap yet, up your One thoughts. more thing I wanted to say about it is, um, I didn't expect this movie to. I knew it was going to be about an obsessive downfall. I didn't expect it to go into mystery thriller horror level when mm-hmm. she's walking around her, her gigantic apartment at night mm-hmm. several nights in a row with like obscure house on haunted hill what is that haunting of hill house yes 
uh, style subtle jump scares. Like, did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not hard to see. Yeah, there's, there's like stuff in the background while she's like yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy that they put that in there. And there's like scary parts. And like when she's walking through the sewers and there's like a wolf there. Why? If I, if you haven't seen this movie and oh, you man. tar walks it's, through the it's sewers like it and sees matter. a wolf, it's, it's not that it, important it, it, in the movie, but it's, it's there. And then she trips and breaks her nose. It's so <laughs> good. That I still don't understand how Which, that's relevant to the movie at all. But I guess it's just like she can't admit why she, she was is, there. And she, yeah, she can't admit why. She so Olga, I think, is not telling her where she actually lives because oh, she knows that yeah. Tar is a predator. Like all every time, I didn't think about this that. young, this smart young ch- cellist who is actually quite good and is good to play is exploiting Tar's weakness for young, pretty women yeah. and not letting yeah. her get at her. Like she's, I didn't she's think of it like the that. Tri- yeah. She's not telling her where she actually lives. She has Tar drop her off at an abandoned apartment building, yeah. and then later. Uh, when they fly somewhere, she's like, "Oh, so you want to have dinner later?" And she's like, "No, I think I'm jet lagged. I think I'll just go to I'm sleep." Tired. And then, and then later, she leaves. She yeah, outside, she goes she to just, a party with yeah, a she boy. Goes to a fucking party. <laughs> so like, she she is absolutely playing Lydia Tar for a. Fucking I just, I just love this. It was yeah. really really great. It's my pick for best picture. I hope at least Blanchett wins something. She just she's so got incredible. yeah. Oh. It's really tight race this year. I think between Kate uh, Blanchett and uh, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, it's Michelle Yeoh would be getting the lifetime achievement, I think, because she's been snubbed every other time. Crazy. Yeah, for like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. All right, yeah, real quick. Real quick. Territory. The the ending of this movie Mm -hmm. is hilarious, Mm -hmm. and if I hadn't been watching it with Nick, I would not have thought it was as funny. Probably. Yes, I think that um, uh, as a not a classical music guy or even a music guy in general, I did not think that any knowledge I would have would come into play in this movie at all. Yeah, somehow Nick's knowledge was integral My to the last shot of, of this movie. My knowledge of low art was very important to this. So um, after Target's canceled in uh, more and more devastating ways, like first... Man, who's bunch- going beat for beat now? Oh, now this is very are. important. This You're one's right. important You one. got me. Yeah. Uh, we do the same thing. Uh, after Target's canceled in increasingly devastating ways, she gets kicked out of her house. She loses her residency in the Berlin Orchestra. She needs to take work anywhere she can, and that ends up being she goes to the Philippines. And you're not sure what she's doing there exactly. You kind of uh, see her doing a bunch of like different things, like uh, like just you know getting groceries and meeting the people she's going to be working with and all that stuff. But then you see her step up on stage in front of finally an she's back and her new job. The lights dim, and the screen comes up, and I see a symbol on the screen. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, there's no way and then I start hearing the fucking narration from the opening of Monster Hunter World <laughs> and she is conducting like a video games live style orchestra presentation for a convention like and a fucking... bunch of people in the audience are dressed they in Monster Hunter outfits all cosplayers <laughs> yes. all people in full she armor she has fallen yeah <laughs> When I saw that, I was like, damn, that's insulting to conductors and orchestras at at E3 and shit, but I get it. That's insulting to video game composers. It's truly saying, like, this is the lowest form of art. She has resorted to this. Mm -hmm. But I I think it's interesting that she she is, like, it's part of the bit that she plays it so seriously, but also I think that it's interesting that she does play it so seriously, because how dismissive she had been about that kind of stuff in all throughout the what, movie. What makes me she think of is it's the perfect of just being downfall. A guest conductor. Yeah, like, it's the perfect like... downfall for her yeah. because 
it's the kind of thing that she would hate the most. Yeah. It is it's yeah. the perfect art. Yeah, it's, it is the lowest art. And it's the it circle is, of hell that she belongs in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk so much more about the end of that movie, but we, we can do that off. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, hit the next really one. Really loved it. Right. Great be, movie. Might be a f- uh, it's so hard for me to say five stars. I'm going to say like four. But that and was half. your favorite, you think, of, yeah, of what we were talking it about? It was going to be Triangle of Sadness, and then I watched Tar, and I was like, all right, like good, good, right. good. I'm going to uh, blast through this one quick so we can move on to the next one. Um, we, uh, t- Cam and I took our dad to go see uh, Top Gun Maverick earlier this mm. year, and I expected nothing from it, and I was pleasantly surprised. Well, good. yeah, they. it's such a weird thing because they've been doing these. Like, every movie that came out in the 80s, they're like, what if we brought Revival that back? Movie. <laughs> I can't believe this is a Best Picture nominee. It should not be a Best Picture nominee. The action was good? The action was good. Yeah, I think... Tom Cruise um, gives a good performance as Tom Cruise. The Whiplash Kid as uh, Goose's, uh, Goose's son was pretty mm-hmm. good, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like this yeah. movie, but I also... I don't understand the... Here's what extreme I Extreme rave for it. I think it's really I, good. Mm-hmm. So people, my older brother's age, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like 42, mm-hmm. right? 42 years old. Remember uh, the Academy. <laughs> grew up in the 80s, beca- became obsessed with things like Top Gun, and now they are parents, and they go, Top Gun is back, let me show my kids. I think this like is a better brother. movie than the first Top Gun. Oh, I would agree, but I, I think that... The kind it is because that's what my brother did. But hasn't there been other '80s revivals that yeah, but aren't getting fucking suck shit. Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife? <But that's, laughs> you're going to bat for that, buddy. No, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't think that's the reason what, that the this is getting. Like, <laughs> yeah, the new Indiana Jones is coming out. You guys are saying we're saying the same thing. I don't no, think. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is the only one that works. This one is good. Yeah. It's not just the '80s revival that makes yeah. it yes. this. This. Well, no, like this is a trend. Was all I was saying. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I, think, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Which is why I didn't understand it. And at here's first, what I would say about this. I would say that this movie has, you know, all of the problems of the original Top Gun for sure. Like, uh, you know, it's like completely blatant military propaganda. Oh, sure. It is. Uh, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. My brother joined the Air Force. It ignores like any, <laughs> oh, really? yeah, they did, any they did semblance of real plane, world. Because he's colorblind. Um. It ignores any semblance of real world politics. The enemy is the enemy. Yeah. And it's I like, love how uh, far they go out of their yeah. way not to say who the enemy is because in both of these movies. This, this movie has to be sold in China. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like they think they don't want to say that they're doing this to Iran because if it's Iran, <laughs> then why do they? They have the future technology, uh, amazing next-gen fighter planes or whatever. Anyway, that stuff doesn't matter. Um, but this movie is just a like competent action movie that is fun to watch. Yeah, and I think that that is that should not get you a Best Picture nomination. But I want to acknowledge that there is plenty of well-done stuff here. I think that well, the action there's... landscape, for the most part, is so grim. That yes. this movie, while not that bright, can still stick out like I, a shining star. I was going to say, there is kind of a narrative around this that they, like, saved movies. And yeah, I'll air quotes that. I still think that's but crazy. It's, but it's interesting to see, like, even though this is a sequel to a beloved film, mm-hmm. uh, it is not underneath the Disney Marvel umbrella. Mm-hmm. And for a movie to do this well and gain so much praise uh, is Good, I guess, <laughs> for but, movies. So, on the level of the argument for it being for best a picture, movie to be good is good. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, it's true. Well, Without no, it's, I mean, it's good. It's yeah, it's good yeah. for 
movies in general. Movies to be it's more movies good to be for made. a movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a Marvel cartoon. But um, it is good for the industry. Didn't Tom Cruise actually fly the plane though? Yes. That's kind of crazy. Best yeah. picture. <laughs> I mean, if there's something that happened in the movie that Tom Cruise did, he probably actually did it. He should. Like, I mean, that's the same reason people are wowing and ooing and awing on avatars. Like, they were really underwater. Well, yeah. Tom Cruise flew yeah. the damn plane. Yeah, that's they, fucking they crazy. They fucking mo-capped them underwater. I'm yeah. like yeah, maybe as I'm it's like maybe as cynical as you can get about a Top Gun Maverick, but I still really enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, my, my, my older brother showed my nine-year-old nieces the original Top Gun and then went and showed them Maverick because he's so obsessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenny Loggins is the best part about. There's only <laughs> one no sex sex scene in the first movie, right? So you yeah. can you can kind of that's all ages, right? Yeah, they fly the plane. Yeah, he didn't seem yeah. to care too much about showing yeah. his kids that. So it's very vague. Yeah, uh, they don't get it. What else do we have to talk about? Anybody have one of these? They want uh, to take? Elvis was really long. No, this was really long. <laughs> no, it was good. I liked it. You gotta Tom, watch it. It's Tom, for, Tom Hanks watch. as Colonel Tom that's, Parker. That's the thing I want to know the about most the most insane performance it's, I've ever seen him deliver. It's the most comic book movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he that's is insane. So, he's a cartoon. And Do you it's think he's incredible. so sick of playing like the everyman? That should dad not guy. have been Tom. He's a weird. Who is it? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He's a Hanks. Yeah, we were just talking about Tom Cruise. I, I say, that shouldn't have been Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. I think he's, he's doing this insane ethnic, accent. Like ethnically ambiguous because, I mean, it does fit important. with the character. Yeah. But he's doing this insane, ambiguous accent and he's like kind of like weird and chubby. Old and crotchety yeah. and confused and just. And it's, I, I think my, I think I really, really appreciated the guy that they had play Elvis. I think that was amazing oh, casting. Austin he did, Butler, a, he did such a good job. Yeah. Um, this movie was long, <laughs> dramatic, and uh, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I really liked it. I think everything after the first act is good. The first act is like... It's a comic book. Like, it's, how long yeah. does it take to that get to the part where they say What do you mean white. by stupid? <laughs> so I watched how long, this. How long does it take to get to the part where they say he's white? The, uh, like, like ten minutes. Five, yeah, <laughs> ten minutes max. <laughs> so I watched this movie on a plane, and I think that is the perfect way to watch this movie. Yeah, it was. It, it took it the entirety of, of the flight you, to watch this movie. <laughs> you so and Cam have competing best ways to watch this: one on a plane, and two right before Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, this I, the like framing device around this is because it's all from Tom Hanks's perspective. It's like him yeah. reflecting on ruining Elvis's life. Yeah, he says <laughs> he says everyone said I killed Elvis. I didn't kill Elvis, and then he tells a story about how he killed Elvis. Yeah, and, and he's like, <laughs> see, I and like the flash it. forward is him stumbling around a casino in a hospital gown. It's yeah. so bizarre. Well, well, the camera flies at him and lightning strikes in the casino and the camera goes upside down and zooms out of the casino and flies out and the casino turns upside down and that's so this that's what i mean when i say this is a stupid movie you can tell it's directed okay. by a name a man named boz folks. only a guy named boz would do that what, shit to a camera what nationality is that uh, i don't know boz maybe we shouldn't guess blurmian <laughs> It's but insane, but El- the rest El- of the movie's good. Yeah, no, Elvis was definitely a lot of fun. It was just um, not anything I'd take seriously as a best picture contender, probably. No, I don't. That's one of the movies I don't. I'm if surprised we're, if that's we're on there. movies, I'm surprised are on the best. So picture. before I had watched this, both Elvis. my mom and my grandmother had watched it, and they're both like, "Oh, it's great," and I'm like, mm, "Is it great?" 
I've I really enjoyed watching. It. Yeah, I was like not taking them seriously at all until I saw that it was on the plane and it was the exact length of the I flight. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I liked watching the concerts. <laughs> I liked Austin Butler was really good as Elvis. Well, Elvis's music is like His music's very good. Yeah, timeless. It's and great. I, can, I know they've spliced, or it seemed like they spliced in some real concert footage and stuff. Yeah, so that was cool. And at I least liked, over the credits, they use. It all made me want to watch footage. that. Um, what was it? The Rolling Stones movie? What was it? His last movie was a music. The Who? Yeah, was they. The he, Who? Didn't do, he didn't do the Queen one, did he? he oh definitely, yeah, he definitely. I think didn't. he did. No? He didn't do. He didn't do Don't Stop Me Now. Or I thought he did. No. Am I wrong? He did another music biopic right before this, I believe. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. That's the Queen. Yeah, That's the Queen. That, I think I don't he did, think he that, did that. that. I don't. He did. Yeah, do Brian that. Singer did that. Oh. Okay. What yeah, did he I had do? to check that. All right. All right. So yeah. Sorry. So um, yeah. Let's move on to it the was next. Fun. Yeah, I I have to get up to use the bathroom. Cam, would you talk about Triangle of Sadness? For <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'll it's, be right back to chime in. There were so many goddamn movies about rich people being bad, the people in power are bad. Can we, the, can the, we talk about cartoons? Uh, no. Oh. Um, next week on your episode, we can talk about. Cartoons. Well, no, we're talking about animals. Um, you can talk about cartoons. We'll talk about cartoons. Yeah. Next time you want to talk about cartoons, you have to send an email to the podcast email about okay. talking about cartoons, and then okay. we'll talk about cartoons. This episode's about movies, about uh, was best that your picture way nominees. To lead Avatar? Is that what you were going to? No, do? I was just. You're, you're bored. I'm, <laughs> you're I'm bored. being a shit. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, nope. I have nothing to say about anything. Uh, I haven't watched any of these movies. Yeah. Should have watched them. <laughs> uh, the... Listen, I watch like one movie per month, and <laughs> yeah. most of them are for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was a lot to ask, but I mean, you know, that's this is what the episode's about. It wouldn't be a lot to ask if I had actually watched the movies as they came out. Yeah, I didn't watch. I mean, I was I watched all of these this weekend, but no, except for everything everywhere. I, I watched actually. I did watch. Them I was going to anyway, also watch Puss in Boots, but Bink didn't get me her, her plex password. Snubbed um, in Best Picture anyway. Uh, Triangle Sadness is another movie about how rich people are dumb and bad, which I agree with, but it's hard to swallow when it's given to me in this format in the format of rich people making rich actors making movies for me by rich companies Mm -hmm. on rich sets that are it's just like you're yeah isn't it mostly like like what is it they get stranded on a boat uh or they get stranded the boat strands on an island that's so we haven't even started talking about it (laughs) stranded on the island is the third act of the movie yeah okay it is there's so much of the movie that happens before any island is at play at all yeah Uh which was not what i expected going in um but i liked the first two thirds more actually (laughs) yeah oh i was gonna say i think i like the last third all right well that's good to be a pattern for you for for this year's the last act of it's hard well to we haven't talked about the ones where the last act oh I mean tar was one of the ones where the yeah. last act i yeah. really liked the last act of tar and is top so gun probably good. the last act yeah but um well it's hard that's really old i it's good. it is about it's about rich people being on like i'm sure you said mm-hmm. um but the first young. this is another movie that's split three ways just yeah. like babylon so the mm-hmm. first act is this rich model couple in their life and their little problems. That She's they an have. influencer and he's a male model. Oh, I'm sorry. She, uh, <laughs> he, yeah. Um, but there's this hilarious fucking thing where she's like, uh, the, the lady talks about how she has to take funny pictures of her iguana and it's the only source of it. Yeah. <laughs> so she has to do this fucking every day, yeah. but she is, you know, she takes pictures of herself and yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's on it. Like, she's an Instagram like model. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, they have this really funny argument about, 
they're out to dinner and the waiter puts the check down and she's on her phone and she says, thank you, honey. And he's like, I didn't, I didn't pay. Yeah. It didn't even go towards the check. Like, and and she's like, oh, I didn't see it. And he's like, you did see it. Like you you said, thank you. And it's like a 20 minute arguing arguing over the bill about they're both rich. They both could pay it, but he's mad at the principle of her not even offering. No, no. Okay. They're just, just dating. dating. Like they don't have any joint. Business. I feel like no. what kind of comes out as the movie goes on is that like I don't know if either of them are rich. Like they get comped this cruise. That's kind of true. Yeah. And she's an influencer on Instagram. Like I I don't know how much money she really makes, and, oh, she, and she says just that brings him, she says right? that she makes more money than him. Yeah. And I took that as like as the movie went on later, I took that as oh he must like barely be a working model because the opening is him is him he's auditioning, auditioning he's not even yeah. getting he, like, he doesn't have the gig I don't even I, at least that's what I took it as as yeah. the movie went on mm-hmm. but, so then the second act is them on the cruise there's like an all a Russian oligarch who sells fertilizer the Russian capitalist he's uh. a Russian capitalist arguing with Woody Harrelson the drunken <laughs> ship captain who is a <laughs> who's an Amer- he's an American socialist so it's <laughs> they- a stupid duality <laughs> yeah. it's so on the nose but it's funny because Woody Harrelson is a good actor yeah it is really funny and they get drunk the whole movie hinges on this lady saying to so the, the yeah the wife the of the pool. Russian oligarch says what do you call um, her what was her job pool yachtsman yachts lady yeah she talks to Uh, one of the deckhands i would say deckhand there you go um and she's like i you know i get to be on this vacation you guys should are you having fun fun? you should have some fun right uh why don't you guys go for a swim and she's like oh you know i can't go for the swim and she's like you got to go for the swim. And they're, like would, the scene yeah. is like five minutes of the uh, the deckhand being so uncomfortable trying to say no to this woman. And they, she even says no. <laughs> she says like no. And then yeah. they like cut to everyone on the boat has to go for a swim. Because this lady wants everyone to have fun. Like she's having fun. And it's like <laughs> you are mandatory now have to have fun. So all the cooks have to leave the kitchen <laughs> to go out and swim, ride the slide. The, this is why I thought Cam would enjoy it. Because to see all the people in the, <laughs> in the it's kitchen. so funny. I didn't catch that line until you put it on Discord. Yeah, like, they, called the, the call, they called the head chef in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we can go for a swim, but the food is going to be bad. <laughs> if you want me to stop what I'm doing, put on a bathing suit, go in the ocean, come back in the kitchen, and stop, return to cooking. Uh, but then, yeah. So then, the the they things happen. Yeah, the they, boat crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the boat crashes uh, as a result of that and some other stuff. So the but, power the power dynamic switches because yeah. now the lady who cleans the toilets knows how to fish and how to cook and how to make a fire. To... Like uh, obviously, all of these rich people don't know anything, and it's like only a handful of the cast even survives the crash on like yeah. the boat sinking. It's so There's sad like that only don't like six or them. seven people left in the movie at that point, and them being like okay who knows how to make a fire it's like oh the one person does and immediately the social order is flipped yeah uh, and she is so good she is the toilet manager which is such yeah. the, fun, the funniest <laughs> joke in the whole movie yeah she's not a cleaning lady she is toilet manager but yeah she's so in charge of the toilets. things ensue from there i think best ambiguous ending i've ever yeah, seen yeah really good really good great cut to black you don't know what happens but we won't tell you better than um, morbius yes 
Inception. Um, yeah. Inception's yes. cut to black yeah. is fine. Dude, it's so, fine. That's so good. many people are like, whoa, Inception's because that, that was the only movies I've ever gotten into an uh, argument ending. with our dad over. Really? <laughs> I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, because I, of that ending. I, I like Triangle quite a bit. I wouldn't put it in the upper echelon of movies this year, but I liked it. It was, I, it was interesting. On my recent watch, it was my top contender until mm. I saw Tar. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, really liked it. Um, do you, you want to do, ban- you want to do banshees or you want me to do, uh, uh I can, I can do a couple minutes on banshees. It's a, it's a slow burn. It's an interesting movie. Um, our mom talked so much about how much she, she hated it. Sucked. <laughs> it was so funny so, to listen to no, her. Wait, about her it. line was, what's the name of that movie? So I don't accidentally watch it again. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> the biggest burn ever. Like, I don't so, want to ever banshees, accidentally watch Banshees it. of Inishirin, uh, tied with barbarian like for names of movies that don't have anything to do with the movie. <laughs> um, they they do a title drop in this movie, but it doesn't. It really it's the name of the song one of the characters is writing. Last so it's like year, really. We were pretty upset about Power of the Dog. Yep. Oh, and Triangle of Sadness is referenced when he's auditioning for the model position. It's in between your eyebrows and the start of your nose. Yeah. He says, "Can you relax your?" triangle of sadness on your face right here it's yeah. just like one of the vague bits of just advice someone would say at an like an audition he's like pouting yes. too much when he's like you know anyway sorry but um good title this takes place on an island off the coast of ireland so it's incredibly rural uh and uh our main character basically um goes to meet up with his buddy on the way to the pub and he doesn't come out so he's like oh okay weird um it comes out that this guy basically doesn't want to be friends with him anymore. He's like, I, Ghosted. yeah, he's like, he, and he kind friends of pushes friends. him on why. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? Like, we've been pals for forever. And he's like, you're dull. You're boring. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> I have not advancing the plot. Oh well, yeah. yeah brutal. He's like, I have better things to aspire to. I'm a um, violin player. I, I want to write my own songs. He's like, you're boring. You only ever talk about the same three things. And he just, our main character just like can't accept this truly. Um, and like a lot of the movie is about that. Basically the whole movie is about that. How in a small town, one guy saying he doesn't want to be your friend anymore will ruin your life. Cause <laughs> there's not really do? any guys around. What a dick move though. There was like um, something going around like a few weeks ago where it was like this woman made an instructional video about how to break up with your friend. <laughs> And it was oh, that, that was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, the, yeah it was basically that. that. It was like, I, I don't think um, our time together is really <laughs> helping me grow as yeah, a that's person. What, uh, that's what people love when they're being told, I don't want to hang out anymore, is they love management speak. If you, <laughs> I, like, yeah. I want to know the reason like, why I'm not helpful. To be friends with me, you have to make me a better person. And there's kind of an interesting turn to this. You might think that there's like more at play it and it gets like a little it. weird and disturbing as it goes. Um, I'm not going to spoil that because I don't think it's too important, but it it plays into some interesting stuff. And there's some good petty bitterness to all of this that I really appreciated. Um, it was an interesting movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I also... An hour and 48 minutes. <laughs> there you go. hey yo, make a movie that's short. Uh, we can talk about somebody who did not do that at all. Oh. We have James Cameron, Mr. 14-year-long yeah. production Jim time. does it again. Avatar <laughs> 2. I heard today that he said, if this doesn't make $20 billion, we won't break even. <laughs> and then it did or something like that. Yeah, he, I don't know he how was, much money I think they put real people underwater for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. So but I don't. I don't know. Did, they spent. They did spend a lot of money. Totally but so this is this is one of the two movies nominated for best picture that I did not see. I made the yes. active choice to not go see. Yeah, this Yeah, he went with us to Westerly <laughs> to the bar attached to the movie theater and said, "I am not going." I get and Cam it. Cam even bought four tickets by accident. By accident, because I was like, yeah. There, "Yeah, there's four of us." Yeah. I forgot that you were going. <laughs> mm. But the, that I did the same thing with the Fablemans. But I understand the. Reasoning behind you not wanting to see this because yeah. I think all the hype and all the shit and all the stuff behind it made me not like this movie. And it, well, I was also this way about the first Avatar. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, Avatar: The Way of Water. I bear no affection for James Cameron in the way that some people do. I for all right. So recently, I rewatched Aliens with sure. Emily, and I that's had a, a wonderful movie. time. I, like I still that. think that movie oh. rules, and I think T two is good too. I, uh, yeah, T two and. Terminator One also really really good. Yeah. Uh, Did he only I, do two? No, he did one and two. He did one. Alien two. is the only one where he did just two. Oh, okay. Um, and he hasn't made that many movies, but I honestly yeah, think because they're all like five. He has a one hundred percent sniper headshot hit rate. Uh, you can't in terms beat of... Big Jim. <laughs> no, you can't. Even Piranha Two, the the, yeah, the what's the subtitle on that? Uh, the calling, the spawning. The, the spawning. I think yes. it is the spawning. He did that one. Yeah, I mean, I heard it's bad, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, fascination so, so with underwater a, from the beginning. Yeah, so we had a, uh, uh, we we were kind of like, so the three of us, Seb, Cam, and I, come out of this movie, and Alex asks us how was the movie, and we all three of us gave different answers. Yeah, it was incredibly funny. Yeah, uh, I was so, like, I I fucking didn't really like that at all. And then Cam I forgot was that like, "What was your take?" I said it was fine. I think, yeah. or yeah, I yeah. didn't. Mostly on the air of I didn't really like it. Yeah, but like, I think the yeah. hype so was just too much. This was all. And then like, I said, I see both of you, and I am, you know, I, I Nick will gave uh, a, swim oh, with the lukewarm. Yeah, I gave like the most yes. lukewarm. <laughs> I liked it. And uh, Cam said, You, you fucking want to kiss James Cameron on the lips? <laughs> I just, after this? I was so. I was like, You made me sit to. Like, I don't know. It's just like, so I simple. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, Jim. Jim oh, made yeah, Jim. me sit. In the as I've sat this. with it, I've, I've liked it less because I cannot remember much of it, which means I didn't care about anything I saw on the screen. My only, my only bit of input for it. this whole section is that um, this was a night where we went out to the bars and we went out after you guys had finished watching the movie. And the whole time that I was waiting for you to sit through the you know, two and a half hour movie or whatever no it was. There must have been three. Three? Three hour movie? Anyway. Something like that. Sorry. Um, I, like I, I'm sorry I'm so obsessed with this. I was, I was worried that all of you were going to say it was the best time you've the ever had at the movie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I w- there's a little part of me that was like, if they all say this is good, I'm going to lose oh, my mind. <laughs> I mean, I went into it knowing I wasn't going to like it, like... I wasn't gonna like love it, but even if the I, majority of you said it was good, yeah, I would have so been. I hope that I, I would at least like it a bit. But like the first movie, I saw the first movie in theaters with Bink when it first came out, and we were, you know, at the time it was like, wow, look at that CG, that's amazing, that's really cool. But I cannot remember that much of the first movie. It was like, it was Blue Pocahontas, and the colonizer man fell in love with the indigenous woman. Mm-hmm. The end. I. I would love to give a more impassioned defense of that, but we've already been recording for three hours. So um, the, the length of James Cameron's Avatar. Wow. Yes, <laughs> we have to beat James Cameron's Avatar. Two minutes. So, so that's um, over three hours. That's the way, an the hour way of water, and three hours uh, and twelve minutes, isn't it? I think that the way of water does just like big blockbuster stuff. The stuff that is good about a big blockbuster action movie. 
I think that yeah, every time everything big... is that can be good about one of those movies is good in this movie. I think it is mm. good to look at. I think the the characters are I good. I like crowded. the acting. I like the uh, I like the everything about the visuals. Of course, uh, people, ha- including us, have been joking that this is an animated movie, and I get that it completely. Is. It's because all a lot of the human characters from the previous movie are now. CG because of plot <laughs> yeah, development. So uh, that's funny. I, I didn't even think of that. But also uh, the way they a CG character CG. is CG in this movie is well, not fully animated because human there's so much mocap. Characters mo-cap. were CG. Always. Oh, okay. Well, they mean, were mocapped and scanned. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. So here's something that's... that I want to call out as very impressive. There's the human kid spider, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he hangs out with all of the uh, the Pandorans, all of the all of the avatars and all that. And he's he has tons and tons of scenes with them where he is the only regular He looks human very real. There. It is very impressive. But it, your it's brain like doesn't really clock there. it as weird. He doesn't look like Bob Hoskins and Roger Rabbit. Oh, he yeah. doesn't look like fucking he doesn't look like fucking uh, I don't I can't even think of another good example. Cool world. He doesn't He doesn't look like fucking cool world. Monkey bone. He doesn't look like monkey bone. He does not look like a guy gesturing. He doesn't look like fucking Liam Neeson in um, uh, episode Man? one. Oh. Uh, he he does not like, Menace, when, what were you say? I said Dark Man. <laughs> he doesn't a movie like, where he's just his normal oh, self. Yeah. There's... He does not look like um, he doesn't even look like fucking Thor talking to Hulk. Yeah. You know? Where your brain goes like you're right. Hulk that is, is a, not there. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that is strange. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so visually it's He's very impressive. But like, and none it's of those like, things are real and exist. Bore, yeah. Like they they linger so much on literally every moment mm-hmm. of, of like we don't need that's what happens when you take not, 14 years to make a movie. Is you end up you end up and then keeping you everything in. To cut anything, and you know when the director's cut comes out, it's gonna be like four hours. That is the director's cut. They're not making a director's yeah, no, cut. He's of this. The yeah, no, he's the dream. Well, that's I want to say that's what happens when you can do no wrong. You yeah. are James yeah. Cameron. He's got the blank check. He I'm hasn't. Sure every he, single executive was like, slice an hour out of this movie, and he said, "I'll kill you." Yeah. Well, no he, cuts. He, he mailed them the katana. Yeah. There's there's something in this movie that he should have linked. On, which was okay so there's the sentient whales right uh-huh. so the, the, tulkun. Se- the, tulkun, course, the tulkun and they're they can do shit like advanced mathematics like i want to see I, one like, of them why do they geometry. need to do that they're not building shit why do they need it it's like that's like saying why didn't the like you know native americans that have cities they don't think of that as important their society is to yeah, just be free Yeah, but so then they didn't animals. need to develop fucking I geometry think and calculus. They should have solved the Rubik's Cube, I think. Weren't. I don't know. That would have been pretty fun, though. Whale <laughs> build like iPhone. So, Come like, on. it's not that they couldn't <laughs> right. develop geometry and calculus. It's that they didn't need it. So, they didn't want so why did the whales do it? I think your cinemasins dinging me for that. Anyway, yeah. so... James Cameron's Avatar 2 sucks. What I was going to say sucks. is, so one of, one of the human guys <laughs> is like, good. oh, yeah, so we kill these guys and we take the shit out of this out of their brain and it it just like when when people drink it, it just makes them stop aging, and then that's it for the rest of the movie. Like you're not gonna make that a plot point. It is a plot no, point. No, that's the no. whole reason they're there. Yeah, but like they're, they're gonna not... do that in the next one. Okay. Yeah, they have four more movies. After if, this. if they so, have been so sending mean, this so back mean... to humans and and giving it to them, that needs to be like a plot point. It is. It no, 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 no. I'm saying, longer. where are the immortal humans? Do you it hasn't happened yet. There. <laughs> Why? Where are it's going to happen in the next movie? Yeah, this, in that's the thing. Is, years when okay. Avatar three comes out, he's I don't even so, think that's a sequel hook. It's he's just so a reason to tell you that these guys are there. No, it just seemed there. like it was more important. Like it should have been more. Anyway, 
right. I, I didn't we care have, about the family we have, shit. We have one more movie to talk Thank about. Thank God, and it is a big one. Yeah. It is a big one. I do have I, to mention I, that every I time specifically something avoided cool talking about movie. this one because I wanted to save it for last because yeah. this is absolutely my favorite of all ten that are okay, here. I guess I'm, okay, uh, I'm done talking about um, Avatar now. Uh, yes, we are done talking about it. I just check wanted it to we need call to you stop. out for like being being very impressed by every cool whale hitting a ship thing that mm-hmm. happened. Like anytime something very big and cool happened, you were like, whoa. Like Jermaine it's, Clement, it's, really it's great good. role in this movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's fun in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that Edie Falco thought this movie had already come out. That's that right. <laughs> Edie Falco also um, in a mech suit uh, drinks coffee. Yes, very yes, cool. that was exactly what I was about to bring up. Yeah. Um, the return James, to acting. Oh, that was James very good. Cameron has for real. Uh, James I don't Cameron know. and his team has have designed the coolest American mechs maybe I have mm. ever seen. Uh, the, the the crab mech in this in this movie fucking kicks Nick ass. Loved the crab and mech. the like power loader style thing that Edie Falco uses to drink coffee. Rules. I did think that was very cute. It's so cool. Or how how she would like. Reach out her hand to yeah. Me, when they shook hands, would, they would be shaking really. the. Uh, so what's the deal with these fable mans? How can this be good? Old Stephen S. As oh, they say, it's the director Spielberg. of Ready Player One himself. Another auteur that can do no wrong. <laughs> I don't know if I could cast a movie about my life. I think I would also put Paul Dano as my dad. It's funny because in a way that's such a huge own. Like, <laughs> like this is what you look like. The guy, the guy who is. Famous for playing weaselly nerds. Yeah. Is like, Nerd sniveling losers. Yeah, like, he could have cast anyone <laughs> to be his dad. He could have cast fucking Batista to be his dad if yeah. he wanted to. And, and, you know, he would have done it. Anyone would have done it because if Steven Spielberg says, Would you be my dad in a movie? Who on earth would say no to that? Uh, and well, that's maybe what. Dano does such a good job, too. He does He's, an incredible job. Uh, and like you know, it's very easy to make fun of Seth Rogen for being yeah to, for being it, a he's a great role know, in this yeah okay so what is this movie about because I don't know so I this truly movie don't know what it's about is about uh, Steven Spielberg growing up it is yeah to, to, it's, it's charts, a semi fictional retelling of his childhood it start so it categ- <laughs> it uh, it follows Steven Spielberg or Sammy Fableman in this story from. The first time he sees a movie mm-hmm. to the first time he gets to work on a backlot. Like that when he walks onto the backlot is when the story ends. And the first time he sees a movie in a theater, which is a really great scene. The opening scene yeah. is so cute. It is uh, I, I just want to describe this real quick. We're yes. not gonna go through beat for beat, yes. but um the like very opening of this movie is both of his parents. Uh, framed from like their waist down mm-hmm. because he's such a young kid. It's from his perspective. Oh, uh, they're, it's like fairy ad pants. They're explaining to him the idea of a movie as yes, if it was he's new. Never seen because oh, he's wow. never seen one before. He says, "We're going to go in this room. We're going to all sit down, and there's me moving pictures on the screen." And they like fully explain the whole thing, and it's so cute. And how? because Paul Dano, his dad, is a nerd, he explains literally how a movie the works. Nitty he says, gritty, and yeah, he says oh, it's a bunch of pictures moving fast, but it'll it'll look like they're moving. Yeah, twenty four seconds. His mom is trying to be like, "That's not that's it doesn't not important. Matter. Don't yeah, that's matter not important. What's and, important is that it's a story that you'll like." And it's really clever at the start because they frame him. They frame it all from his perspective, and they don't show either of his parents' faces until it starts to get personal and like mm-hmm. they there's like a turning point to that whole first scene where like it gets intimate and personal and they're like don't worry you know don't be scared is someone shaking the table 
Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm- and I just thought I was having an earthquake. No, no, there I'm is- shaking my leg. Sorry. Uh, yeah. It's interesting, like, the kind of thrust of this movie and the reason that he gets into making movies is because this movie that he goes and sees scares him. Mm -hmm. There is, like, a train derailing sequence. This movie is the greatest show on earth. It's Mm. called The Greatest Show on Earth. It it was basically a piece of propaganda for circuses. Uh, And it is made by silent film director Cecil B. DeMille, uh, who you might recognize from Sunset Boulevard, or at least that's the only thing I know him from. Okay, um, I'll take your word for it. He's in it. He's not. He didn't direct <laughs> it. He's just in it. But there is a scene in this movie where a train derails, uh-huh. and this, the only good scene in the whole movie. This this scares him, mm-hmm. and um, they kind of go forward into him like uh, he wants a train set, and he want like he starts to try and recreate this, mm-hmm. like instinctually almost. Uh-huh. Like he gets and a train set, and his dad's like, "Why are you? His, why are you trying to crash the train?" His dad's like, a huge nerd. He's yeah. like, "Oh, this is a train set. We're going to organize it's it like a whole train set." Supposed to run perfectly. Yeah. What are you doing? And he wants to crash it, and then you know he like damages the train set or whatever, and then he gets a like he gets a camera, and his mom is like, "We'll film this, and once we film it once, you can watch it as many times as you want." And he gets obsessed with trying to recreate it exactly like the movie came out. Do you think that's and actually what happened? Yeah, he's told it's, this story many times in interviews. And wow. it's like it's on the nose, dude. It's Have an interesting life. Interesting because like <laughs> this is him like in the kind of like second level to this. It's him trying to like take control of this moment that was traumatic for him. Mm-hmm. Now he can recreate it shot for shot mm-hmm. and replay it until it's not scary anymore. Uh. And that like is kind of the very first part of this and it kind of goes into how he uses film to process the things in his life. Yeah, Steven Spielberg, one of the most successful directors. And I would say probably, if not the greatest, certainly the most influential living American director. Yeah, easily. the James Cameron of easily. directors, I think. Well, James Cameron's Canadian. <laughs> so so <laughs> it doesn't even enter into the calculus. Uh, so has he made you, Avatar yet? <laughs> do you think that he was processing somebody knocking over his blocks in Boom Blocks? <laughs> Is that so traumatic for him? Steven Spielberg has... Is one of the big famous things about Steven Spielberg is that uh, he has an awful home life. He did when he was a kid, and he did when he was an His adult. His parents had a divorce, and he put it into every move he ever made. Yeah. And then he had a bunch of those <laughs> himself, because as he puts it in some interview that I can't remember, he says, there's always been a camera between me and everyone else. Mm. And it's like, this guy has never known how to not separate himself from his own personal relationships. And it's kind of funny to make a movie about you being the reason your parents got divorced. Yeah. Which is well, like, it's like the, yeah, it's the <laughs> every movie. Every child's fear and the thing that you always say to the kids when you get That's what happens in the movie. It's, it's his, his fault. fault. It's, 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 it is, it's, it's kind of his fault. <laughs> it's the movie about the guy who does the camera thing yeah. when he's in a place in real life. And it's like, <laughs> part of that is like, oh, you're going to notice things that people don't normally notice. And that is kind of the crux of the middle of this movie and the like, part of a lot of his family turmoil Uh (laughs) yes Uh, again um, because Steven Spielberg has been working for 50 years or whatever he's given a lot of interviews and in one of them he says uh, he he tells the story yes he tells the story that is the crux of this entire movie which is that he was making a movie of like a camping trip that he and his family and his dad's best friend went on Seth Rogen yeah and he (laughs) notices that his mom only smiles when she's with his dad's best friend mm. and not his dad. 
and that they seem a lot happier when they're together than his parents do. And oh no, he, yeah. Basically, yeah. He finds out that his mom is emotionally cheating with his dad's best friend, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, how are we going to resolve all of this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's a good bit of the middle part of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's really interesting. My other yeah. like because like this movie is sort of kind of about Steven Spielberg discovering that he likes to make movies. But it's way more about his family breaking down over the over the course of the film and, and how long I, the signs were there. I really like that. There's a, another scene towards the second half of this movie where he films his like he does like a project for school. He films his uh, skip day, yeah, like you know their senior day. skip day, mm-hmm. and they they all go to the beach and he you know does the like oh shit the, they did that in the sixties yeah. yeah. He, wow. they, he does they the it ditch day back then. Yeah, he does the video. <laughs> he films the thing, and then they show it at his at his prom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, he does all the work. He you know films it, uh, and uh, there's a like you get to watch the video, and you get to see uh, everyone react to you know all their friends you know doing funny stuff. Um, he this kid who had basically been bullying him for the entire movie uh, in the film, he makes him look really cool. He mm-hmm. makes him look like a like a superhero, just because of the way that you know the way that he pointed the camera at the things that were there, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, towards the end of the towards the end of the scene, he kind of takes him aside as he's leaving, and he's like, "Why did you like? I've only been a piece of shit to you. Why did you make me look like Superman in this movie?" And he's like, "I put the camera there. I I, I pointed it at things. Mm-hmm. It's it. I don't even know what I was doing." Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's it's such a great scene because like. He doesn't even like it, it's maybe a cliche thing to be like, oh, his genius is there. He doesn't even know what he's doing. But it's like he doesn't know why he did that. He did it because it would make a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he, he didn't do it because it I want you to be nice to me. Yes. Yeah. It didn't matter how he felt about the person. Mm-hmm. He it point- mattered that he wanted something cool. Yeah. He made the movie mm-hmm. because it would have been a good movie. And like three separate times in this movie, uh, Sammy, little Sammy Fableman makes a movie and then there are consequences for it. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Um, but I, I thought like the interesting wrinkle to all of that I, I really, really liked was that he just doesn't like, at that point, he doesn't even know how to like, how to wrestle with it. He doesn't like, no, like he, it is second nature to him, but he doesn't have a handle on mm-hmm. why or how any of this works. Yes. Every performance, like this movie has three lead performances and they are fucking all incredible. Yeah. Uh, Paul Dano as, uh, as you know, Burt Fableman. Mr. Fableman. Is, is really, really good. I'm trying to remember his mom's actress's name right now. She's it, very good. She's she's, really she's the good. artist and he's the... She's the emotional like core of the movie for sure. Yeah. And, um, and Dano is the weird, he's the engineer. He's mm-hmm. the tinkerer. And it's like both it just halves sounds of so that. fucking on the nose. Like my mom was the art of movies, and my dad was the mechanics. Well, of yeah, you have and to it, unfortunately, that it works. Spielberg I know <laughs> that, that's part of why I don't like it is because it is. If it is true, then that makes it even more complicated to think about. Like, okay, well, then that's dumb. Like, anyone, anyone can tell a true story about their life, but to make an entertaining movie out of it is on another level. Yeah, I bet it's hard. Um, and it's it, it is entertaining. You know how I like I don't give a shit. Like even someone as important as Steven Spielberg, I do not give a shit about his life personally. And so much of this movie, like and by changing the names, I think he does make a point of being like 
This movie is not about how I became Steven Spielberg. It is not his origin story. That's where I'm struggling with it. I think if I didn't know it was about his life, then I'd be interested in it. And I don't know why that's such a sticking point for me about it. I don't know. Uh, So Michelle Williams plays his mom, and she's really, really good. Yeah. Um, Gabriel Lavelle is it plays young Sammy Fableman and does another fantastic job, really yeah. great emotional performance from a young actor, something you don't usually see. When someone plays a teenager, you're usually like, Yeah, he didn't flub his line, so that's fine. But <laughs> this guy was really, really, really good. And then Seth Rogen playing an incredible serious dramatic role with like tons of But like, isn't he still funny best friend? Yes. He's funny he's, best friend, but there's so much more to it because yeah. there's the like angle with his yeah. mom. Yeah. Because his mom's like, I'm leaving your dad for his funny best friend. That is the thing that is And then like, there's like the animosity between the two of them uh-huh. because like Sammy like figured it out he knows about it and Seth Rogen is still trying to play it like oh you know yeah I'm your funny uncle and like they have a really interesting scene like he gives him a camera like he buys him a camera which is an expensive gift and he's like doesn't want to take it because he resents him for what he did and they kind of have kind of a like interesting heart to heart there and Mm -hmm. yeah no it's a it's a great dynamic I really like all of that (laughs) Um, and so I have to talk about the last scene. Yeah, also one of the best endings in the movies this year. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after the trials and tribulations of his life, uh, Sammy Fableman is living with his dad who is separated from his mom. His dad yeah. is in California working on the biggest computers that existed at the time. And, uh, <laughs> the biggest they, ones he could find. Yeah, the biggest ones he could find. And uh, uh, Sammy is trying to get into every single like production thing he can he's like i will work on anything i will work on absolutely anything yeah, i would like and to he do a movie he gets a letter back from the hogan's heroes tv show so that saying that he can basically be like an assistant to a camera operator's assistant and he's like oh my god thank god my i need break. to work on movies and he gets there and uh the guy behind the desk is like you know i really liked your letter i used to send out a bunch of these um but you don't really want to do this right you want to do movies and um uh, sam is like well yeah i do want to do movies and he's like hey you know you know who's in the office across the hall only the greatest living movie director ever. Uh, give me a second. And then he goes goes over there. He comes back and he's like, uh, "You'll you'll be able to meet him. You might have to wait a little while because he's on lunch right now." And so they bring him in, and it's John Ford's office. John Ford, uh, who did a bunch of incredibly influential stagecoach, stagecoach, uh, uh, How Green Was My Valley, Searchers, maybe. Uh, I don't sur- know. He did uh, uh, he did the Searchers. He did Stagecoach. Yeah, oh, you already said that. Yeah, um, he did. Um, Those are the two that I recognize. He did there. the Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, which was the movie that Sammy was watching earlier in the mm-hmm. film when he said he wants to make a western. Um, Anyway, he's made a bunch of really important, really influential films. Everyone who was a good director who came out of that era said, oh, yeah, John Ford was the, the only person who knew how to make a movie from the time. Like Orson Welles is like, oh, yeah, John Ford was the best. You know, Billy Wilder's like, oh, yeah, John Ford was the best. All this stuff. Like, And uh, they don't, like, say – they don't tell you he's John Ford. Like, yes. you kind of have to figure it out. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Yeah, you have to be they, 70 years old. Well, they put all the they put all his, like, movie <laughs> posters you're at this movie, too, you are you 70 it. years old. Yes. And um, uh, so he's sitting in the office and he's waiting and his secretary's like, he might be a while. He usually takes a while on a long lunch. And then David Lynch walks in <laughs> with an eye patch over one of his glasses and a big red cartoon smooch mark on his cheek. <laughs> and he walks into the office through the secretary's office and she rushes in like with a handkerchief and she comes back and the handkerchief's the all, all like covered in lipstick and she's like, all right, he can see you. Now. He can see you now. You got five minutes, but it's probably more like one. <laughs> <laughs> he 
goes That's in. That's a funny one. And David Lynch is a, as, as John Ford, is a huge dick to this little kid. It's like, That's fun. you want to make movies? Why do you want to do that? What's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I don't want to make movies. Great, absolutely legendary cameo. You yes. think you want to make movies? But he he fits the vibe of the yes, prickly weird director so he's, well. Oh my god! And like obviously he's such a perfect fit. He's yeah. like a you know a director who had a, a the forty year long career of his own. Yeah. Who's now a crotchety old man? Like it's the it's the perfect casting, especially from someone who you know uh, Spielberg and Lynch were all both coming two uh movies at the same time in the 70s so they like knew each other and this is like a perfect way for him to be like the way i remember john ford is the way you are now <laughs> when i met him so his big bit of advice uh-huh. for sammy fableman uh he tells him to go look at a picture in his office and he well, you know about art yeah he says look at this picture tell me about this picture uh and uh he looks at it and he says well all right uh, it's a picture and he's like no 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 the horizon mm-hmm. he's like okay it's at the top and he's like okay look at that picture over there he's like uh, is this a picture it's all right <laughs> he's like no the horizon it's at the bottom okay when the horizon's at the top when the horizon's at the bottom that's interesting mm-hmm. when the horizon's in the middle that's boring as shit <laughs> <laughs> he's that's like no, get the fuck out of my office <laughs> and so He's walking out of the office, the last scene of the movie. He's walking down the back lot, mm-hmm. camera center, camera pans up to the top, roll credits. Yeah. So <laughs> Horizon's like, in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Then it goes right up the to middle the top. when he's walking yeah. out. Yeah, it's it. a and cute then, touch. And then it's like a person went back and manually adjusted like, the literally camera. Literally, Spielberg himself yanked the fucking camera yeah, up. It's so, <laughs> wow. it's like such cute. a, like, making you think about the way the movie is made after everything is said and done, after a whole movie about all this stuff. <laughs> You would like it. Jack off motion. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you're, you're like, <laughs> it's a great touch. Only, I, only maybe, because you've watched two and a half so, hours of it. All right. Yeah. It just sounds it. so interesting to me. I bet I probably would like it, but it just, I, even after hearing you guys talk about it, I don't want to watch that. Mm, it's boring as shit. It's boring as shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I really loved it, but, but that was movies this year. Yeah. Movies this so. year. Pretty um, good. Check it uh, out. David Lynch only acted in one of the movies this year, so yeah. I, I don't feel okay giving it to anything that he did. I think we should probably give it to Dune. I don't know. Dune was Dune good. Is Dune Next? 2021. Yeah, we got we we a Dune coming up. Yeah, let's oh. give it to that. <laughs> the one that has to come out? Yeah, it's probably going to be good. <laughs> last, last year was the Dune of the past, and this year is the, the Dune, Dune of, of the future. future. Dune of Christmas Look future. forward to Dune. Next. Dune is it next year? Next year? I don't know. Yeah, this year. This, it's supposed this to be coming like year? This year or something. Okay, uh, that one wins. Good job. <laughs> That's movie. Best wow. Dave, David Lynch is doing 2023. <laughs> Congratulations. Now get the fuck out of our office. Sammy Fableman's doing. Let's uh, each of us go, go around and give one stupid award. Oh, yes. I would love All to right. do that. Yeah. We need another segment on top of this. That's it. My, one, one uh, my answer for um, most on-screen murders in a movie about an animal goes to the Polish film EO, which is about a donkey. <laughs> and I watched that last night, and somebody gets their throat slit on camera in one of the most graphic scenes I've ever seen. It was a huge Jesus. surprise uh, <laughs> because... Emily had just come down to be like, what are you watching? And I'm like, oh, it's this, you know, cute movie about a donkey. And then somebody gets their throat right in the middle of me talking about it. Uh, the movie is only 88 minutes long and it's on the Criterion channel. Wow. So if you have okay. some spare Ringing time. Ringing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, going to go. Uh, 
I'm going to go for an award um, most morbs per minute. I'm going to skip oh. this to Morbius. Oh, that, yeah. That was a, a lot of morbs. That was a tightly contested category this year. A lot of morbs I'm per minute. I'm going to say it's about Morbius. as good as Morbius was. Yeah. Sitting pretty at the bottom of my rankings yeah, here. <laughs> morbs is going to be a trend that we see. Well, we're going to see a lot more morbs in movies coming I think forward. so. Yeah. I think that really the trend is going to catch on. Cam, do you have an award? Uh, I had one. Don't remember it. Uh, okay, I'll give it to X and Pearl for the fastest movie to prequel sequel ever in, in movie <laughs> history. In the same year. The same year. X yeah, came. Ultimate Marvel 3 turnaround time. I think it was a COVID situation thing. Okay. Like they one shot X and mm-hmm. then they're like, my next movie is going to be Pearl. It's a prequel to X. And then it's like, uh, X, X got delayed. Pearl is already done. Same year. It's just like, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, what? And I wanted to see Pearl in the theater. I was like, fuck, I got to see X first because it's the, uh, f- first one to the, uh, prequel <laughs> is the second just one. like so confusing. <laughs> Every time I had to explain why I need to see X first. I still haven't seen Pearl, but I, I watched the first 10 minutes of it. It was, it was great. So right. can't wait to see it. Um, I'm going best 11-year-old Steven Spielberg movie that I watched uh, to <laughs> Adventures of Tintin. Ooh, oh, that was, was 11 yeah, years old? I really good. wanted to, I'm so mad I didn't get to join you for that movie I night. I ended up being busy that night, mm. but I really wanted to watch that movie. Yeah, unfortunately, they're going to end up being on uh, Monday nights. Mm, yeah. uh, I should have checked so. what I watched this year, my favorite movie that I yeah. watched this year. But um, I would like to give an award to... I was pleasantly to, surprised. Uh, we, most literal use of the term character development to Piccolo in Dragon Ball Super. Finally, that was one of the only other movies that I watched. I watched like nine <laughs> new movie. movies was, last year. Nine's really a good. lot, and I think I think I for me, yeah. I think nine's just for a anybody. lot. People don't be watching that many movies that come out. Uh, yeah, not new movies, no. For a while, movies don't come <laughs> out. Yeah, I mean, generally, people. I know yeah. you watch thirty and twenty-nine oh, movies. He watched twenty-nine. I watched. Yeah, so you. Didn't really watch that many. Alex watched uh, thirty. So. I have one more award to give, which is uh, most touching movie about people who died in an explosion goes to Fire of Love, the movie about volcanologists. Mm. The documentary that came out this year. It's on Hulu. Great movie. If you want to watch a video about a French couple that exploded because they stood on top of a volcano when it was erupting. Did they say uh, I love you? Uh, I love that, you. I was workshopping a joke about that. I was I trying to love I, you. The one I ended much. up settling on was uh, Lava at First Sight. That's good. Uh, I saw it on your letterbox. It was good. uh, Mount St. Helens? No, it was a a volcano in Japan that I don't remember exactly which Uh, one it was, but they were there to study it because they wanted to show the signs of one that is about to erupt. And it erupted <laughs> while they were on top of it. They're like, look, this volcano is about to erupt. And then and they it's just, like, were just And it's like, like they found his there. watch. And it's like, Rip. yeah. <laughs> um, check out Letterboxd if you watch movies. It's fun yeah, to log your been, movies. Yeah, uh, we've all been doing that. We, uh, I think a couple of us have also made a list of all the movies that we've watched for the podcast. So if you want to catch up. Wow. Uh, go look yeah. at it. Good luck. Bye. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> right. we'll want to watch Morbius? Bye. <laughs> See you next week with Zoo Tycoon. (laughs) We're not going to do a collective best picture? No. No, Okay. Well, you agreed it's Dune next year. Dune 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Sorry, Tar. Maybe next time. Bye. See ya. Bye. Three.